0: Candice's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Quarter Final, Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Dixborough. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling, Well Drilling Services Pilltown. JerryComerfordDrilling.ie
1: Well, welcome uh, over to Nolan Park here for the second of the quarter. Well, the final quarter-final this weekend, of course, in the uh, Senior Hurling Championship, the St. Canis' Credit Union, Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship, and this big one is coming up, Ballyhale Shamrocks and Dixborough. And we can tell you that uh, there's just one change, and that's on the Dixborough team. Harry Shine uh, comes in, wearing number 17 for Mark Nolan at full forward, and Ballyhale Shamrocks are unchanged. We'll get to the teams in just a moment. Ronnie is beside me for this one this afternoon. It's more like a day in July with the beautiful weather we have in UP MC Nolan Park, Ronnie. What can we expect from this quarter final? Well,
2: David we can expect probably the game of the round for sure, because this is the game that most people have anticipated as the game of the of the championship. Possibly in some people's eyes this is the county final but of course there's three other teams have a lot to say on that after the weekend but an awful lot of teams at the beginning of the year were uh, very impressed with the Borough's performance they've gone unbeaten and are the league champions they've won all their five games uh, putting up a very good score in all their games you know and conceding very little so that's obviously gives uh, them a huge advantage coming into the game now the rumour is that both teams are very happy with the draw they got this is possibly a game that the Shamrocks have stuttered all year and haven't been doing as well as they'd like but every game that they've played they've got stronger they've got better they've got more players back and we know Colin Fenley's back so this is at their optimum as regards players yes we know they're short Joey Holden Ronan Corcoran Joey Coody Brian cody they're all four or five of the team that played in the club all-earned last year however this is their strongest team they have no excuses Darren Mullen is not tugged out there was a rumour that Darren Mullen would tug out and play today that's not the case but a notable change is Harry Shine he's the next exciting forward in Kilkenny Hurland and he wasn't maybe at full tilt for the Borough that's a huge plus from this guy has tremendous ability he's a young chap 19 years of age a lot expected out of him so he'll he'll command a lot of attention from the uh, Shamrocks backs but with the weather that's in it I expect a high scoring game because you know you have huge talent in the Shamrocks forwards alone when you look at their half-forward line of Adrian Mullen TJ, Owen Cody and then you have Colin Fenley inside and then up front in the borough you have a lot of good lads coming on coming on stream And you know, Andy Gaffney's there a long time Bill Sheen a very, the captain uh, had been hurling very well so we're expecting where this will be won and lost is which sex, six set, set of backs I think at this stage is going to hold their own
1: Yeah and I suppose you know from the group stages Ronnie Dixborough you know they were really impressive they came through uh, winning their games and I suppose Michael Walsh His side today. This is the ultimate test, isn't it? You're coming up a team, you know, knowing over the years how to win county titles, how to win All Ireland at this level. So, from a Dixborough point of view, you've mentioned the backs are going to be crucial. I suppose the forwards as well. We saw in the first game, you know, the sun here today bearing down into the goal to our right hand side won't be ideal for goalkeepers and backs, whichever way they play in that opening half. But, you know, looking at it from a Dixborough point of view, you know, they've been talked up in Kilkenny as the, the team this year that are. You're not going to go and do it. Talking about it is one thing. Coming to the big stage like today is another.
2: Yeah and strangely David you're right. There is an element of pressure on Dixborough actually because people have talked them up. The general public, Joe blogs on the side of the street. So the pressure is possibly on them. There's a get out of jail card for the Shamrocks. The get out of jail card is they're down four or five players. The get out of jail card is the general Joe Public he says if Shamrocks win a county final this year it may not be a good sign for Kilkenny Hurlem when they're short so many of their players. So the pressure is actually on Dixborough I feel and listening to Joe Public a little bit the pressure is possibly on them so a big performance required of them a lot of good young talent that Kilkenny Hurland would like to see in the coming years like Niall Rowe like Parik Moylan Timmy Clifford back wing back Tom Kenny's another excellent hurler so as I said certain element of pressure on Dixborough and of course the referee today has a big burden on the game I see Peter Burke there but Owen Bean's a very very good referee he won't let you know things go astray what I expect hair and, uh, skin and hair flying here there's a small undercurrent here because there's a connection with both teams. Niall Ace, is a huge Borough man, he's training um, the Shamrocks, he was to get the, the, the Borough job last year with Mickey Welch, so there's a certain element of pressure and undercurrent in the group. A lot of variables, as I said, but the weather is excellent for Hurland. Of course, you mentioned the sun, we see what happened in the first game with the sun and what it did to the goalkeepers, and traditionally over years, David, this goal down this end of the field, the Loughlin's goal, the sun is often shining, makes it very, very difficult for goalkeepers, but um, again, I don't expect it to be a mistake and win or lose this game I expect to be someone uh, playing a heroic performance because as we said we have a lot of brilliant individuals here and as we said you know Joe Public very difficult to call a lot of people are sitting on the fence not sure and I'm one of them sitting on the fence I'm not too sure I was a Borough fan all year liked what they're doing all year and certainly liked what I saw with the talent to have however I do like the look of the Shamrocks team today I see Conor Welch back wing back I see Derek Harkin back full back that's balanced the team there was a concern about the Shamrocks full back line all year Joey Holden's missing to put Derek Harkin back there it's a big ask for Harkin he's used to playing at wing back but look, as I said, while there's huge forward talent, I think it'll come down to which defence actually holds well. I think that that's what'll it come down to today, and the defence on both sides, as I said, have a lot of talent. But um, equally, we're, we'll, I expect a high-scoring game. So let's see the win anything before. And
1: I suppose when you look, um, let's uh, let's pick out a couple of the key men on both sides. T.J. Reid, as we know, is always so influential on any team he's on, particularly from place balls, no matter where it is around the field. And particularly with the conditions here, Ronnie, this afternoon, they're perfect for free takers you know there's a slight breeze from left to right but nothing significant from a Dixborough point of view who will be their key men this afternoon well their key men I suppose is their half back line because look when you look at the
2: Shamrocks team their half forward line is the crucial line in the field you know when you look at Adrian Mullen TJ Reid and Owen Cody that's three outstanding men three all-star nominees three brilliant players at inter-county level they're coming up against you know an inexperienced half-back but very good hurlers in Owen Fenley and of course with a Fenley name that means he's possibly one of his cousins because uh, Owen is a uh, first cousin to the, to the Mullins of course at this stage and you have Tom Kenny an up-and-coming centre-back that's been very close to the Kilkenny panel on and off it and then Timmy Clifford certainly on the panel playing as a forward so for me that's the key there's a lot of key battles all over the field but that half-back line for the Borough they have to break even they have to keep those three boys quiet if they go and keep those three boys quiet that puts them in a hugely strong position because as I said all over the field the Borough are very strong but the Shamrocks uh, the, the assassins are in the half hour line for the Shamrocks the three Mullen TJ and Owen Cody you need to say no more about them that's crucial area is the half back line for the Borough
1: right let's uh, give you the teams then as we get ever close we're five minutes out from uh, Troy and the referee of course today Owen Behan which we've uh, spoken about hopefully he'll have a good game with his officials this afternoon Valley Hill Shamrocks line out from 1 to 15 in this order Dean Mason in goal the full back line Dara Mason Dara Corcoran and Killian Corcoran the half back line Evan Shefflin the vice captain of the team alongside Richie Reid and Conor Walsh and in the middle of the field we've got Pally, uh, Paddy Mullen and Liam Barron Adrian Mullen is the captain of the team at right half forward TJ Reid centre half forward and Owen Cody what a line up what a line that is for Bally Hale Owen Kennelly is at uh, right corner forward with Colin Finnelly full forward and Niall Shortall is the left corner forward the management team Pat Hoban uh, we've got uh, James Mark. And Niall Lacey, the physio is John Cairns, and the kitman is Sean Holden. An important job as well. Dixborough, Darrow Houlihan is in goals. Porrick Moylan, Niall Rowan, Evan Cody in the full back line. And the half back line is his own Tom Kenny and Timmy Clifford. While in the middle of the field, it's the son of manager Michael Walsh, his son Ollie, wearing number eight alongside number nine, Killian Hackett half forward line Killian Buckley wears 10 Liam Moore at centre half forward and Aidan Nolan is left half forward Billy Sheehan captains the side right corner forward and we've got Harry Shine in wearing 17 uh, for Mark Nolan Andy Gaffney is the left corner forward Michael Walsh manages the side and the back room team John Tracy Donal O'Rourke Jerry Fitzpatrick and Gavin Nolan won't be long here until we're underway in uh, UPMC Nolan Park today's game brought to you by Jerry in association with Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited uh, well drilling services for residential commercial and agricultural clients and not forgetting as well we do have the 50 euro uh, voucher for you for the uh, man of the match of course and that is kindly in association with detail menswear kilkenny to be in with a chance of that you text into 083 3069696. 696 you match Ronnie's selection at the end of the game and then a draw will be made for all of you who get uh, the same match as Ronnie right Ronnie back to that that's the team so we're not long away here conditions absolutely perfect I I suppose for Dixborough a win today would be huge in their club's progress well
2: of course it will be they won the last county final outside of the Shamrocks they won it in 2017 so they're the last team to win a county final in Kilkenny as we know Shamrocks going for six in a row and the other undercurrent of course David is they're also going for 21 titles Tullerone have 20 titles Shamrocks if they win uh, the county final this year they go as top of the table in Kilkenny circles and county in county, uh, county titles so there's always an undercurrent with the Shamrocks as I said but today is their biggest test for sure this is their biggest test in years as we know because without repeating ourselves they are down 4 or 5 of their players from last year's championship yes they have their big players but Kevin, um, Colin Fenley is back but if you notice with Colin Fenley he's strapped he pulled his calf during the week Wednesday not sure was it in Dubai or in an airport or wherever it was but he pulled his calf somewhere he's heavily strapped so that means that man is under a certain element of pressure he was so good the last day when they struggled he held the ball up brilliantly on the edge of the square and as I said he is obviously vital to the contribution of the men. but look we're going to be in for an explosive game I, believe, I hope and believe and I think at this stage you know as we said the conditions are ideal and um, for me you know as I said sitting on the fence and I was a Borough fan all year but I'm going to call it now I suppose because you're looking at me strangely there <laughs> and I'm going to suggest that maybe just maybe based on the fact that the Shamrocks have a nice uh balanced team and have Fenley back I have a hesitant, hesitant vote for the Shamrocks but it'll be marginal, it won't be a whirlwind I don't think.
1: Well we're looking forward to it, it should be an absolute cracker here as we are about to stand to our feet for the playing of our own Leveon ahead of this clash of Valley Hales, Shamrocks and Dixborough. we have a fantastic crowd in here for the second of the quarterfinals this afternoon we're almost ready to go bang on time Ballyhale Shamrocks against Dixborough as we uh, look uh, down towards the uh, side of the field as uh, players already having a little bit of uh, interaction inside in the inside full forward line the Dixborough team and Ronnie you've spotted some. Yeah there's 50
2: cuffs going on and there's 4 or 5 lads fighting the 4 assassins are gone inside they've loaded the full forward line Mullen and Fenley and Cody Th- Fenley and the corner back Mullen there's loads going on inside in the full forward like they're playing into the, uh, the McDonough station and fireworks above in the square and there's no ball running yet
1: no ball thrown in referee has come to the middle of the field the ball is in and the game is on here in uh, UPMC Nolan Park and straight into possession go Conor Walsh and uh, the men of Hill. Shamrocks back it goes to Evan Shefflin the vice captain long ball inside and the breaking ball is caught brilliantly from the air oh. and over the bar a shot goes in from Adrian Mullen the captain for the opening score of the game Ronnie that was nearly in the roof of the net that was in the roof of
2: the net and Dara the M- Hulan had no opportunity to go it but Mullen started in there as they're sent in the Assassins. TJ's gone in, now they've gone back to their positions. TJ's gone centre forward. Paddy Mullen playing wing back, he's picking up Buckley, but huge intent by the Shamrocks players.
1: Here we go with the short puck out by Dara Hulan. They work it out towards the 50 yard line, and it's Dixborough attacking now with Killian Hackett. Hackett from inside his own 70 yard line hurls the ball and in straight down on top of a Ballyhale defender, back behind his own 50 yard line, bringing the ball out. The hand pass of the hand goes out to the men in wearing nine, lean Barron Behind his own 70, hurls the ball beautifully down onto the 50 yard line. Here come the men of the Shamrocks and away dodging his own Cody. He's on the 40 yard line. He's moving. He hand passes a long ball across, cut out by the fullback with the whole Nile row. Breaks it down and incoming, flying for it is Colin Finley. Finley to TJ Reid. TJ Reid back as far as Adrian Mullen, the captain of the team. They're working it in for a goal and oh! the ball flashes across. Uh, out over the line for a 65. And I can tell you what, well, Dixborough know they're in this game and it might only be a minute and 20 seconds old. What start for the men of Ballyhale
2: well a huge difference in the first match and the second match this looked like a senior gatch. the first match looked like an under 12 game and after two minutes I said huge huge intent and Ballyhale Shamrocks could have easily put the ball over the bar but you can see quite clearly they're going for goals and going for goals early massive intent out of the Shamrocks
1: and the man out with the Schlitter in his hand is a man by the name of TJ Reid he's placed it just a little bit beyond the uh, 65 and he's uh, just uh, looking towards the goal standing in towards the Schlitter now the usual Style if TJ Reid looks to the goal and is going to go down over the Schlitter and a uh, little bit of uh, Argy Bargy still going on with a couple of players off the ball. Killian Hackett, one of those, he's in there with the left back Connor Walsh. TJ Reid rises, strikes, and this one Ronnie gone to the right and wide. Very uncharacteristic out of out of um, TJ, but the matchups are very
2: interesting. It looks like Killian Corkin is Fally, ha- Fally and Harry Shine, Paddy Mullen is fallying uh, um, Killian Buckley, and Buckley's actually free. He's gone over the far side. If he goes long, Buckley's on his own, but the matchups, the Puckouts. As we said, the borough playing short all year round, but it'll be very interesting to see how they do
1: it. And the Shamrocks have started massively already. Yes, they have. And the ball from the puckout goes to Richie Reed, to TJ Reed. TJ's in the middle of the field. He's looking for players inside, switches the play across the goal, and a dangerous ball breaking inside there in front of the Dixborough full back line. And in there trying to get at it was Owen Canelli. Ball breaks free, and away come the men of the uh, borough coming out with the ball. Was the wing back Owen Finelly Fen- uh, And uh, well, there was a, a little bit of a late tackle there as he was dispatching of the ball, and Owen B and <laughs> is asking for players to go away and Ali Walsh has now gone down on the ground and I'm sure he's not saying prayers at this early stage of the game so the referee is going in the players are coming in and the referee is asking them all to Auckland move away they're the Monans, all coming in the Mullins are backing up each other Yeah, they're but... all coming in for a little bit of the action left and right right and left and uh, a bit of shoulders here so they're really beginning to get to know each other Dixborough and Shamrocks in the opening minutes of this game we've played three minutes an exciting three minutes a point to the good and uh, yep. referee he now has the I thought
2: that was a disappointing yellow card watch Buckley and the Mullins there's a, I told you there was an undercurrent and it's very very evident that the Shamrocks are going to try and rough up the borough but I thought that was a cowardly yellow card Niall Shortle had nothing to do with it there was three or four of the lads deserved the yellow card and I think Niall Shartle is in hard luck to get a yellow card Gaffney this is in the scoring range with the wind but more, the, villi- the village or the villages I Ballyhale are moving their players all over the field now Owen Cody's in full forward but hey 3 minutes gone uh, David and we've got three entertaining <laughs>
1: Minutes. Yes certainly so and I can tell you if the other 54 or so minutes or whatever left is in the game well I'll tell you our 56 will be in for and a very exciting game here right the free to Dixborough it's behind their own 70 yard line one point to uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks Dixborough no score and uh, chance here right now for them uh, to send this free the free is between the 50 and the 70 their own that is to our left hand side the ball is struck on its way by the left corner forward Andy Gaffney high long dropping in and the umpire says the flag can go up it's a, an equalising score and a brilliant free from a long, long way out, Ronnie. Yeah, he's capable of that. That means he's on his game.
2: Gaffney, an excellent free taker. That's a great start for him, but a great opening four minutes, David.
1: And Dean Mason with the puck out for the minute. Bally downfield. It goes beyond the centre of the field and in there trying to get it now as Killian, Bo- Killian Hackett nearing nine. Ball breaks free and the uh, minute the Shamrocks in possession. Well won by uh, the man wearing 10, Adrian Mullen. Out it goes out to Paddy Mullen and Mullen with the shot. And this one has gone out for the second wide of the game. Valley Hale Shamrocks two wide. Fixburgh uh, yet to register a wide but more importantly on the scoreboard there's only five minutes gone and Dixborough won the Shamrocks won and uh, long puck out uh, well a short puck out comes this time and it comes to the cornerback Porrick Moylan Moylan now sends the ball Spare downfield man. Look at and look at this uh, is right because Ballyhale have two men just uh, between their own 50 and 70 and it comes to Adrian Mullin the captain of the team and that's a wasteful one
2: Ronnie Yeah very uncharacteristic out of Ballyhale they're getting their tactics right but that's three poor wides they'd consider them poor wides as we said the borough dependent on short puck outs but Hale have gone back with their men and as again here's an interesting move with Mullin gone back with left half back and that's Paddy
1: yeah Porrick Moylan with the long ball downfield but it's uh, well cut out there by Paddy Mullen, and it is the men of the Shamrocks attacking Conor Walsh inside the 70 yard line switches the play over inside the 50 yard line and a chance for Ballyhale Shamrock the shot goes in by Own Cody and the ball has gone in the white flag is raised two points to one and we have played nearly six minutes of the opening half
2: yeah a lot of people were disappointed they had to wait an hour and, a, an hour and ten minutes for the first match to be finished and the space but they've enjoyed the first five minutes
1: worked away at already. It certainly has Tom Kinney in possession for Dixborough, he's in the middle of the field, he's soloing the ball upfield and he's been tackled heavily there by the right half forward Adrian Mullen, captain of the team, TJ Reid is back there so too, Owen Kennelly picks the ball up, flicked away from him, it's helter skelter stuff between these two sides and Richie Reid has sent a, a ball way way downfield towards the direction of 12 own Cody over there, both men are on the ground, the referee a long way away from the play, he deems it a foul on the Dixborough player they've a free out. They've a free out but Adrian Mullen putting in a huge shift and Paddy
2: but off the ball, there's a lot of late tackles going in. Harry Shine was lucky there, gave a late tackle to Richie Reid, but
1: I can guarantee you there'll be a
2: lot of lads sore in Ballyhale, the borough this evening.
1: There'll be a lot of lads sore after this game, there's no doubt about it, but there's a long, long way to go. And Dara Houlihan has come, down, come out just outside the 21 yard line, way over the far side of the field, strikes the ball down. This will land within 21 of the goal straight to a Ballyhale man wearing sixes, Richie Reid. Reid with a lovely ball out to Dara Cochran, the full back. He sends a lovely hand pass shot to the seventh yard line and attacking was Evan Shefflin, vice captain of the team team, switches the play, long ball in towards Fennelly, the hurl goes up of Fennelly, the ball breaks down and in flying comes Tom Kenny Tom Kenny with the hand pass out to Timmy Clifford Clifford gets the ball out to Owen Fennelly and Fennelly hurls the ball further outfield to the middle of the field and that comes to Killian Hackett Hackett now and the men at get the ball to Andy Gaffney, Gaffney with a long crossfield ball dropping inside the 14 yard line, very near the end line and in there is Bill Sheehan, the captain of the team, he's battling right on the line, it's flicked away from him, he can't just seem to get it up and great defending inside there as well by the men of Bali. Hale the ball eventually gone out over the line and a wide for Dixborough
2: yeah frantic stuff uh, frantic stuff as I said a different game than the first game we've had and as all over the field the individual battles this is the best five minutes that Ballyhale Hale have had since the county final Evan Sheffield with a
1: mighty ball downfield but it's brilliantly cut out by Dixborough it's end to end stuff for the ball now is with Owen Fennelly uh, Owen Fennelly of Dixborough just behind his own 50 switches the play across the 50 yard line to the centre back Tom Kenny Kenny gets the ball out towards Killian Hackett Hackett from exactly on the halfway line the ball is sent. Centre- and the ball is over the bar. It's two points to Dixborough, two points to Ballyhale Shamrocks. Yeah, great score
2: by Killian Hackett and you just wonder, can Ballyhale keep up this intensity? Off the ball, there's plenty of messing going on off the ball, but Ballyhale can candid They're an aged team with a lot of mileage. Can they keep up the
1: intensity? A lot of short puck out just beyond the 52. to Evan Shefton, the vice-captain. He comes to the 70 hand passes the ball beautifully to Owen Cannelly and canelli from 72 yards out. The shot goes in and a late tackle on him as well. That's the fourth wide for Ballyhale Shamrocks. Today's game brought to you by Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited, and thanks to him for their very kind sponsorship this afternoon. TJ Reed nips in and the puck out. Ball is broken on the ground. It's 50 yards out. Players go in along the ground again, trying to get it. A little bit of a scrum developing. It hasn't come free yet. The Schlitter, couple of players down over the ball. I wouldn't be surprised if the referee will he blow it. No, he lets Finley play goes on it. and Finley gets it. Back it comes outside to Owen Cody. Owen Cody from 51 yards out, and this one has gone out to the right of the goal and out over for the fifth wide of the game.
2: Yeah, you'd have to admire the borough. They're throwing their bodies at them. They're putting pressure on the Bally that's uncharacteristic as I said, out of the borough, or out of the Shamrocks to be driving wides. Aidan Nolan, but again, as we said, end to end stuff. Here's the danger man, Bill Sheen.
1: Nine minutes gone, ball played inside to the Dixborough corner forward. He turns Bill Sheen, and he's away on the four, 14, the 2014 yard line, I should say. And his shot has gone across and uh, across the face of the goal, but the referee is going to bring it back for a free in.
2: Yeah, and Dara Harkin told him to pick up his fingers because I say he lost four or five fingers going in there, but it's certainly uh, Bill Sheen is a danger man. That's the first decent ball that the uh, borough have got into Bill. Sheen he's electric when it comes to pace but again as I said can the Shamrocks keep up this intensity they've rattled the Borough but the Borough have survived it and it's two all
1: Paddy Mullen looks like he's the man who's going to take the free or or should I say he was in there I should it's a free course to Dixborough but Paddy Mullen is just uh, standing on the 21 yard line the free will be to Dixborough and Andy Gaffney he's the man who's been told by the referee please move it back out to the uh, required he he comes back in a half a yard so a little bit gained and maybe a little bit lost, but he's in front of the goal, he's to the right of centre, shooting into the O'Loughlin's uh, goal here, he will crouch under it, can he send uh, Dixborough into the lead and uh, referee is now about to blow the whistle, he's done so, on Behan and uh, happy enough to just judge the breeze here, the breeze blowing slightly if anything, maybe gone a little bit dead, again. the breeze around uh, Nolan Park, but they're free to be taken by Andy Gaffney, he's 21 and a half yards out, slightly to the right, rises the ball, strikes it high hits the net in the back, and over the bar for his second point of the game, Dixborough at three, Shamrocks
2: two. Yeah, interesting the matchups on so Fenley's picking up TJ Reid, which is very interesting, that matchup wasn't predicted before the game, as I said, but all over the field, as I said, a lot of individual individual battles going on, and you can take it from me, that this, oh, there's some lads down roaring on the ground again, there's another,
1: look at this. Yes, two lads down, uh, having a little bit of a play with each other, look, they're kicking and fouling, but we'll follow the play, I can see it. Adrian Mullin is being fouled. Mullen. And Adrian Mullin, and there's awful things going on off the ball, and they're pushing and shoving the referee, will surely have to take action, we'll follow the play, Dixborough have played the the ball inside the 50 yard line and cut out well by the full back, and that's Dara Cochran. It's still kind of going on away from us, but we're going to follow the play. Dixborough down on the ground over the ball is the right half forward. That's Killian, Killian Buckley trying to get after it, get in over the ball. They've won it back through Andy Gaffney, Gaffney back to the midfielder. Killian Hackett and Hackett has sent it to the left of the goal and out over the line and wide. Lots and lots going off the ball. And number six of the team, Tom Kenny, has lost the helmet. He's going over there. I think he needs a new helmet. Now,
2: the news, interesting thing is that Peter Burke is a re- renowned referee and the linesman. But but he does not carry yellow cards or red cards. So I can tell you the linesmen and the umpires are going to have a huge bearing on this game because to me, right in front of Owen Bean, his leg was being held by Tom Kenny and Adrian Mullen couldn't get away. So I don't know what's going to happen here. But um, I think Adrian Mullen certainly was being held back. But it looks like he's going to go into the referee's book, which will be unfair.
1: Yes, Adrian Mullen be- looks like he's the man who's being called over to the referee, the referee Owen Bean. We can tell you we've played 12 minutes of the uh, first half here and they've absolutely flown three points to two a single point between them. he said to two players uh, behind him one of those was uh, Ollie Walsh just move away there I'll deal with the situation Adrian Mullen is the uh, person being spoken to, to Tom Kenny I wonder will there be two yellow cards I think there is a yellow card shown to both Tom Kenny and to Adrian Mullen.
2: Yeah as I said when the eyes in the back of your head the walkie talkies better be working for the umpires and the linesmen because there's so much going off off the ball holding and pulling and shoving Owen oh, Kennedy's out middle of the field and Shine is following as I said positions mean nothing at times here
1: yes and the long puck out by Dean Mason downfield that goes breaks inside the 50 yard line and back defending is Killian Hackett uh, wearing 9 hand passes the ball lovely to Fenley Fenley lovely hand pass further out the field uh, to the man wearing 10 Killian Buckley low ball towards the centre of the field and Dixborough have possession again and away on his bike is the captain Bill Sheehan just before reaching the 50 and the ball goes in and over the bar by Bill Sheehan it's now 4
2: points to 2 Bill great score by Bill Sheehan a long way out not renowned for his uh, long distance shooting but that's a great score for Bill Sheehan out in front of Killian Corcoran and he's causing trouble already when he gets the right type of ball.
1: Yes, and the quick uh, short puck out by the goalkeeper back again to him. Dean Mason comes outside the 21-yard line, and he has sent a long ball. This will drop short to the 21 on the far side of the field. Broken down, Dixborough go in. T.J. Reid tries to get a hurley in around, and again it's the Dixborough team coming out with the ball. They have it with their own Fennelly Finlay with a lovely pass across to Tom Kenny, switching the play over to the far side of the field. It comes to Killian Hackett. Hackett just short to the 70-yard line and switches a crossfield ball back defending for Ballyhale Shamrock on the 21 yard line oh a superb block inside by that man is Bill Sheehan the captain fighting for everything in the hands now of Paddy Mullin he's lost it and the ball is uh, eventually cut out by Richie Reed, and Richie Reed has got it, Richie is on the 14 yard line, the shoulders are opened up the ball is travelling away downfield and a high dropping ball beyond the 70 yard line again and here come the men of uh, Ballyhale Shamrock's the shot from a long way out in the middle of the field from Evan yeah, Shefflin and the ball has gone in and over the bar. A superb passage of play again. Ronnie, you eyes on the left. I'll keep the eyes on the right. What <laughs> no, happened Colin there? Colin, Fenley's in big
2: bother. He's carrying a calf injury and you can see very clearly that he's struggling with that injury. He's going to have to survive on the edge of the square and that will tilt the, bay, the game in the borough's direction because, as I said, Fenley's now not hanging on the edge of the square. TJ. Oh, TJ Reid from way Wonder out of the sideline
1: and that looks to be going just inside the far upright. It's four points to Dixborough. It's four points to Ballyhale Shamrocks and it's uh, almost a quarter of an hour gone here in the game in UPMC, Nolan Park. What a game of hurling we're in store for here. 14, nearly 15 in the minutes done. The puck out to come. Away to our left by Dara Hoolan. He goes for a ball, a detailed ball downfield. Breaks in the middle of the field. Three Ballyhale Shamrocks waiting for the breaking ball and it comes across to Conor Walsh. Conor Walsh with the shot from 73 yards out and straight in and over the bar. You can't blink or you'll miss something at Nolan Park. A superb
2: score, Ronnie. Great score by Conor Walsh, but that man again, Richie broken down the puck out strategy out of the Borough has been very clearly uh, put under pressure by the, uh, the Ballyhale management as I said all year the Borough puck outs went all over the field the Shamrocks are matching their men they're following their everyone has given
1: a job and they're all oh mistake by Killian Cochran. yes and Bill Sheehan has got it he's moving towards the 21 yard line he's going to have a free in advantage but he gets the ball back as far as Killian Buckley and Buckley slaps the ball in and over the bar so the free was coming nonetheless but the referee allowed the advantage to develop and uh, now the uh, sides once again a good good score there by Killian Buckley so we've got a puck out for the uh, Ballyhale Shamrocksman, Dean Mason he sends the ball, way downfield this will land on the 50 yard line, the hand went in of Henry Shefflin, or should I say a t- um, another man of TJ Reid, that's no side of Henry, I don't know where that came from but here we come out with Dixborough again, they've got it in the man who's on today, Harry Shine, downfield it goes, plays it into the corner to Andy Gaffney Gaffney has got it on the 21 yard line he turns one way, he turns the other he strikes towards the goal and that is a superb score Ronnie.
2: Brilliant score by Andy Gaffney the first bo- score of the game the Borough now starting to settle down a little bit but as I said off the ball there's two man tackles two man tackles and I just wonder can the Shamrocks keep that intensity the younger team are the Borough the mileage is on the uh, Shamrocks men. brilliant puck out
1: brilliant puck out to Adrian Mullen lands on the 70 yard line and this one has gone across the face of the goal and wide that's wide number 6 for the Shamrocks
2: wide number 6 and again you can't afford that we see what happened Greg Bally as poor as the game was they dropped 14 or 15 wides and already the Shamrocks have have six wides, which is very uncharacteristic of him.
1: Yes, and over there on the far side, though, the ball breaks inside towards uh, Colin Fennelly. He's trying to get after it, but over there, defending is Porrick Moylan, wearing two, way back near the end line. He switches the ball. Oh, (gasps) very dangerously inside. Could be a chance for Balliol. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant little flick from the goalkeeper, Dara Oolahan, and somehow Dixborough come away with the ball. They've got it with Evan Cody. To the 21, the hand pass out to Tom Kenny. Tom goes on a solo run. Ball is in the hand. The hurl swings at the Schlitter, straight down the neck to Richie Reid, who's an mile of space outside his own 50 yard line he sends it within 14 of the far goal, it bounces inside the 14 yard line and it'll 65. go out for a
2: 65 oh Ronnie talk us through that one. Oh, thanks be to God we can get our breath, 16 minutes of excellent, excellent hurling but an off the ball incident as I said all uh, end end stuff, stuff that you want in a game and we haven't had a goal yet but there Dara Hulhan came to the rescue a very poor mistake out of uh, mind to give the ball back but Hulhan waited for Owen Cody and he flicked the ball away from goal on for the Shamrocks but Houlan Handed excellently to get that away. Owen being going in to talk to his umpires, and I'd say he'll be doing a lot of talking to his umpires because, off the ball, as you know, David, you'd want eyes in the back of your head here today. You sir
1: you certainly would, and the ball is uh, played out field. It's going to be a 65 to Ballyhale. Sharmrocks, TJ Reid is the sun facing in his eyes, and he's around seven, eight yards in from the his stand side below us here as we look down at TJ Reid. This could be the equalising score. He stands over this one. He's looking towards the ground, looks to the Schlitter again. Very soon he'll go down over it. He's crouched down low. TJ Reid about to roll the Schlitter to the hurl. He has it, rises it, strikes it, it's going inside and it's yeah. gone straight in and over the bar by TJ Reid. A really good free and six points apiece six points apiece and in a hugely entertaining game as I said this
2: is the match that everyone wished for and win, wanted and here's a great run out of like the Borough man no one picking him up
1: yes and a ball by the goalkeeper downfield it goes and it's played beautifully downfield and it comes to Aidan Nolan wearing 12 plays the ball back behind to the wing back the right half back Owen Finnelly and Finnelly has to go the other way switches the ball inside and look at the two They've players in the sun. Well, they have lost it in the sun they were like two greyhounds going unsighted going up the field and the ball is broken out the field again by Ballyhale Shamrocks and powering out is Adrian Mullen the captain and he's been penalised for overcarrying a free in
2: Oh he's grafting in Buckley's after taking the hurl out of his hand I thought that was a little bit unfair he was fouled and Mullen was taken he did take the extra steps but I thought he was fouled but great hunting by uh, Andy by Lee Moore actually and as I said the Borough standing up to the, to the Shamrocks men and that was a big turnover as I said by Lee Moore big turnover
1: 19 minutes gone here in the opening half of the free here to the right of centre going to be struck by Andy Gaffney. He's about to place the ball down on the ground. He's uh, midway, well, probably nearer to the 50 than he is to the 21, but this is very much a scorable opportunity for Dixborough to go back in front again. Don't forget to enter the Man of the Match, a 50 euro voucher for detail uh, menswearing Kilkenny. If you match Ronnie's selection for Man of the Match at the end of the game, well, you'll be able to chance of winning. Oh, 083 oh, six, 9, six, nine six to enter. The free is on its way, and Dixborough are gone back in front again. Another point, and well taken by Andy Gaffney.
2: Yeah, Andy. Gaffney but again more stuff going on off the ball I think the umpires have a part to play at this stage because as I said during the puckouts, there's so many holding and wrestling going on we mentioned it in the last game uh, but this is hugely hugely entertaining
1: It certainly is Dixborough have won the uh, puck out downfield it comes in the ball in the hand right now of Killian Buckley Buckley switches the play over to the far side of the field neatly done in possession of the ball by Harry Shine from a good 80 yards out the field oh a massive score he clinches the fist as that one went over the back Running. Yeah, young Harry Shine,
2: brilliant score, but brilliantly picked out by Killian Buckley. They've seen this all year. The Borough, they go across the field under half back line, and they don't hit uh, unintelligent balls up to the forwards. That's a brilliant ball to Harry Shine, brilliant score for him.
1: Oh, the ball played downfield again, and running back uh, behind the breaking ball is Ollie Walsh, and Ollie gets it, plays, uh, tries to play it across field, and uh, Valley Hale in there. Surely that might have been a, a little flick on the ankle there of number fifteen. Now short all, but the referee didn't see anything wrong in it. It's in the hands now of Paddy. Mullen, Paddy Mullen gets the ball back as far oh, yes. as the right half forward, Adrian Mullen and the captain of the team, and we're back once again to a one-point game.
2: Yes, a brilliant, brilliant score, and each time you write down a score you're afraid you'd miss something because there's something going on, but here we go again, there's a lot of inter-county players getting a look
1: <laughs> Oh, you can't beat what's <laughs> going on here at Nolan Park, it's, in, it's end-to-end stuff, and they're having plenty of battles in and around the field, but this is a quality game of hurling, and Porrick Mullen with the short puck out, he receives a downfield that goes on top of the belly men, they'll bring it out to the 50 yard line they're in possession, switching the ball over to the far side of the field, dropping short to the 50 yard line, oh a massive catch by TJ Reid, how in the name of God did he go Surely into the air for that, and yep. a free in for the men of Ballyhale, Shamrocks, and if that's not an inspiration for your team, I don't know what is.
2: Yeah, it's a no harm for the players to get some water, now there's something to going on, someone has thrown TJ's hurled into the stand, and again that's a borough selector, a lot of lads hitting the ground and again the referee is going to have a word with someone because as we said, he's allowing the game, maybe he needs to flash one or two more yellow cards. But someone's trying to hurl into the TJ's hurl into the stand, and I think there's a borough selector possibly under a bit of pressure. But he's going to get away with it. But Hackett now is going into the book, and so is Keneally Now Keneally is a corner forward. He's come out middle of the field in a number of games this year and has hurled very well. He's done that today. He adds legs to him. But of course, the big thing here is Conan Finley is genuinely injured, and that means he's on one leg, unfortunately. And they're not going to get the best out of Finley.
1: Yes, yellow cards issued then, and TJ Reid has got the hurley thankfully back from uh, the time it was thrown away. So the free on the way over on the far side of the field, he's exactly 51 yards out and he's around three yards in from the stand side. So it is a difficult angle. But for a TJ Reid's calibre, we know the standard of freeze that this man can hit. Can he get the equalising score? 22 minutes gone. I'm telling you, it only feels like there's two minutes gone in the game. It's such a brilliant game of hurling. Right, TJ Reid. He's going through the same rituals as he always does. Crouches down over the ball right now and uh, just about to get the... uh, ball on the hurl it's on the hurl and it's on its way towards the goal the umpires wow. have a look and no doubt about it TJ Reid has got another and he equals uh, the score 8 points to Dixborough <coughs> Shamrocks. 8 points
2: Right. yeah brilliant score the worry now for both teams is there's a few guys on yellow cards already the next card is a big card and hopefully neither play team will end up with 14 men but it's deadly dangerous now because look there's another man down here the referee now has to take command <laughs>
1: I think what needs to happen here of course as well as you've mentioned Ronnie is that the umpires and the linesmen now need yeah, to look. take a big part in their coming in. Yeah, there's a huge
2: amount going off the ball. Killian Corkin is down on the ground. Now he has gone into see him but now the referee needs to speak to his umpires and linesmen because they have a huge part to play but there's someone going to get a red card here unfortunately because they can't survive with the messing that's going on look.
1: Yes and the referee I think he's just telling the people on the field move off the field come on let's the hurling go because it's been absolutely fantastic 23 and a half minutes gone a free to Dixborough just outside their own 50 yard line and uh, way over there is Andy Gaffney he's gone a long long way back but he's got a slight breeze if anything behind him blowing down to the O'Loughlin's goal here in UPMC Nolan Park he's about to go down over the Schlitter just outside between the 50 and the seventy yard line. He's nearer to his own 50 than the, than the 70. Picks the ball, strikes it. The ball is travelling high. It's long, it's on its way, but this time it's going out over the line to the left and out over the line and wide. I think that's only the Borough's third wide, Ballyhale, with six David, if I'm not mistaken. Correct three right. Out. Three wide, uh, three wide, so the Dixborough six to Ballyhale, Shamrock, and uh, it is Ballyhale who are attacking. The next score, where will it come from? Ball breaks and it comes as far as Adrian Mullen. Mullen from an, a very difficult, acute angle across the face of the goal it's and scored. over the bar. Oh, scoring of the game, yeah, Ronnie. brilliant,
2: brilliant score out of Mullen. But Nile uh, Owen Finley showed his inexperience, shouldn't have let that ball over the bar. Now the short puck has been taken again,
1: yes, short puck too, just to the 50 yard line to Owen Fenley. And Owen Finley has it, just brings steps, it across. Steps, and, uh, he's yep, carried yep, it, yep. Uh, Ronnie. You called it, it's uh, going to be a free, and there'll be no doubt about TJ Reid, I would imagine, putting this over the bar. And that's the only thing
2: about the borough, the short game they're trying to play. If they're up, if they're being hunted down by the Shamrocks men, then they're under pressure to find that man. And as I said, the only concern I have the Shamrocks this is the best they've hurled since the club all Ireland. this is the best 20 minutes I heard all week that they were up for it I heard all week that they enjoyed the draw well they've demonstrated in these 24 minutes that they lack no motivation brilliant game
1: yes and uh, TJ Reid stands over the ball right uh, almost straight in front of the goal 51 yards out goes down over it rises it strikes it and TJ Reid has sent it in and over the bar so it's 10 points now uh, to Ballyhale Shamrocks Dixborough 8 points and a 2 point gap between them again what way will the puck out go this time for tarahula and and the goal comes out and strikes this one long beyond the middle of the field short to the 50 yard line and players flying this in the air again, and Keneally. again back there defending his own Keneally getting the ball but uh, taken away from him and in possession right now is Aiden Nolan down the line they go and try and work it through Harry Schein but it's a plenty of men back there including Richie Reid out they come to TJ Reed but and TJ from outside the 50 down on top of the man at full forward Colin Fenley. it breaks inside back to the goalkeeper Fendley battling hard what a warrior he is, the goalkeeper wins it. Dara Hoolan comes out, plays the ball out to Owen Fenley Fenley behind the 50-yard line. The hand pass goes in inside into the man wearing eight. That's Ollie Walsh. Ollie Walsh comes out and a hefty tackle goes in and Ollie Walsh and a free out to Dixborough.
2: Yeah, I thought Ollie just slipped there and he got away with it. Adrian morning came wild, but again, not an easy game to ref, as we said, N10 stuff. And in them 25 minutes, we haven't had one moment uh, where there was a being lapse. But there's a quick free taken. It wasn't taken by Gaffney.
1: Dangerous here it is. Tom Morton looking. Yeah, Tom Kenny inside. Could there be a? Goal- chance on uh, the men of oh. Valley Hale they get it up there with Richie Reid wearing six ball breaks on the 14 yard line oh super pick up with the two feet there by the man and uh, Gaffney inside played across and again it's just Massive like ball stuff. breaking everywhere and it comes to Dara Cochran, the full back he plays it out over the line it'll be a line ball between the 50 and the 70 and the line ball will be to Dixborough. A line
2: ball but the referee has been helped a line ball by Pat Hoban and the Shamrock selectors they're arguing it and it looked like to me it was a Dixborough ball but the Shamrocks are after getting it t- Turned over and it's gone out for a hot ball and again the Shamrocks bench doing very well in management to get that way but my turn again I'm now look
1: yes and Dixborough back in possession and from 70 yards out the shot goes in the shot goes in from Aidan Nolan on this occasion and that one has gone out over the line and wide the fourth wide of the game for Dixborough six wides to Ballyhill Shamrocks 27 minutes the clock will tell us have been played and the ball is already down and breaking there's men going down left right and centre they jump up as quick as they go down and Dixborough with a shot away from Killian Buckley long way out the field drifting away to the right at the goal make that five wides for Dixborough
2: now no on known Cody's gone down to they don't know not known Cody it might be Niall Shortle possibly he's gone down and as I said they're not, they're not often they go down easily but John Cairns will look after him but N10 stuff uh, David as we said if anyone didn't uh, know there was an undercurrent here or lacked motivation the Borough have stood up to it to be fair to them because there's a question about the Borough softness they've stood up to the, the Shamrocks to be fair to them Shamrocks leading 10-8 but an absolutely super 27 minutes them
1: absolutely super the sun still shining here this October afternoon with uh, nearly 28 minutes gone and there are plenty, uh, plenty of more hurling action uh, to come this afternoon. The referee is in there treating the player of Ballyhale Shamrocks and uh, we've got uh, plenty still to come this afternoon. Ten points to eight, a two-point game between the teams and uh, well, the Ballyhale man, I think the man treating him has just said, you know what, stay for another couple of seconds down, I'll treat you for another and I think he'll be getting up shortly. Give the players a breather, honey, because it's been unreal. I think the two Eddies have spotted a man at match by the looks of things but unfortunately
2: they're looking at the wrong person uh, but at this stage trying to find a man of the match is so difficult because there's been huge duels all over the place
1: yes Eddie Scalley is our third pair of eyes here he's over to our left hand side we won't miss anything and if we do I'm sure he'll tell us the ball back in possession again with Bally Hale, and they'll move the ball out with Dean Mason outside the 21 yard line he'll come and strike this ball a massive ball towards the direction of uh, TJ Reed. eyes on the ball ball breaks away Ballyhale Shamrocks have got it they move it to the 14-yard line and that's surely going to be a free in he played for and uh, he played for the free that was Adrian Mullen the captain you could see that and you could call it a long way out couldn't you Ronnie he was playing for it he got it no. and this guy now going to be a three-point game it just
2: showed his experience you see the last game our young lads you know when they got inside they went for the goals didn't uh, cha- take their chances but Mullen there knew he couldn't score and played for the free and that shows the experience of Mullen had no way was he going to get in for a goal but brilliant uh, brains from uh, uh,
1: Adrian Mullen and now this is a tap over free for TJ. TJ Reid on the 21 yard line to the left of the D, ever so slightly but uh, almost, uh, you could say pretty centre, crouches down low about to rise it, he does so strikes it and it's over the bar, another for TJ Reid in this game and uh, he's been good for uh, the men of Hale from the place balls, it's 11 points to 8 it's a 3 point game as we approach, 29 and a half minutes gone here in UPMC, Nolan Park, the puck out sent by Dara Hoolan, out towards the middle of the field, breaking ball and again the Hale men are quick to react, they've got it and a a ball played, all oh, wayward one on this occasion tried to pick out Adrian Mullen and straight out over the line between the 50 and the 70 yard line, it's a line ball, the line ball to Dixborough and Owen Finley is already uh, ball in hand, about to place it Benito's here, taking his time here and the referee just uh, telling players uh, uh, to move uh, move a little bit away from this line ball but it is Owen Finley standing over the ball we've played the 30 minutes uh, of play and uh, into additional time
2: TJ's gone full forward and the next ball to the Shamrock's half back line, it Go along if they get it into possession.
1: And Dixborough still uh, from that line ball. They work it down the lines here with over the line. He's still kept the ball in play. Three men were chasing him. The ball is still not gone uh, free, but it breaks free now and it comes to Owen Cody. Owen Cody brings the ball in towards the centre of the field and they work it well. Back oh. to Owen Cody. Drives a man out of his way. That was Harry Shine Fairly says the referee. And down over the ball is uh, Owen Cody still battling in there as well as Owen Kennelly. TJ Reid is, I think, making or trying to make the darting run. Will this be sent to TJ? It it's is. exactly sent into. In Paddy Mullen Paddy switches the ball across on top of TJ Reid watching it all the time he has, oh, he has it in the hand he turns one way he turns the other one of the Ships. greatest hurlers of all time is TJ Reid oh, he, he has it. to be given a free oh. he has it back he's on the 21 yard line he shoots oh. across and he's blocked brilliantly inside oh what a game Porek Boylan in there the hero on that occasion could have been a four point swing at half time here come Dixborough out with the ball bringing the ball out to Tom Kenny Tom Kenny on the 50 yard line he goes one way goes the other hurls the ball downfield can Dixborough get a Score before the halftime break. Inside it goes, and two belly men One of them is Derek Harkern. He's in there being chased by Aidan Nolan. Aidan Nolan comes out with the ball, and a pull in the jersey by him, and a soft enough free ah. there to be given away. Ronnie and a free, and this could be the last play of the half.
2: Soft free, considering what one TJ went through. But Mylen did brilliant up there. Two people marking TJ should have got the pint. It was brilliantly blocked down by Mylen. That's a huge turnaround. Should have been a four pint swing, but now we'll win a two pints. But brilliant out of Dixborough to break down TJ. As I said, but end to end stuff and uh, this game, as we said, is going to go down to the wire. It's going
1: to go down to the wire and the uh, free is for Dixborough, so this free, midway between the 50 and the uh, 70 yard line, straight in front of the goal, a chance for them to go d- in at half time, you'd imagine, two points down, so it's been end to end stuff in the opening, uh, 32 minutes of play, the referee blows the whistle that's Owen B, and he's uh, been a busy man as well, keeping a close eye in proceedings so Dixborough with the uh, free here it comes, straight in front of the goal 54-55 yards out down over the ball is Andy Gaffney and Gaffney has sent the ball in and the ball is over the bar an important one for Dixborough on the stroke of halftime.
2: yeah four point swing as we said that ball should have been over the bar by TJ but instead it's gone down for a free for the, uh, the borough Dale be trilled and delighted with that it's back to two pints when it could have been four
1: yes and the puck out by Dean Mason outfield to go it's a very poor one given away cheaply and the ball is sent in and over the bar is it by Liam Moore no oh. he's sent it to the left and that's a let off for Hale.
2: a let off for Darren Dean Mason because it was a poor puck out he was trying to find a short puck out but again he'll go long now this stage down on top of Adrian Mullen.
1: Two minutes and 42 seconds oh, on top brilliant. of the 30 and brilliant play by Mullen. he wins the ball in the air being chased over there by Owen Fennelly down the line he tries to get it but he still tries to run on and out comes Colin Fennelly. Fennelly is in the middle of the field plays the ball back behind us to Richie Reed. Oh. Richie Reed sends it all oh, just just getting over the head uh, towards Niall Shortall. Shortall brings the ball onto the 50 yard line he's inside could be a chance here maybe of a goal of some kind of ball breaks inside Dixborough trying to clear the lines breaking ball All he wants with a sliding tackle in from nowhere in on top of the ball they go down over surely referee you'll have to blow it up this time I mean from the point of view of the players going in he'll look for the possession and three minutes and 20 seconds of additional time have been added on I'm not sure where they've all come from at the end of the first half which you'd hate this uh, first half to end here he goes with O and B and now the ball is thrown in it breaks back outside it comes to Colin Fennelly Fennelly with the loose ball oh he's not happy to go over to score brilliant pick out by Fennelly, across it goes a Oh! goal, a brilliant goal by Killian Buckley, oh our, genius our, our, our by Fennelly, Adrian, Finnelly. Mullen, Adrian Mullen, Mullen I should say, sorry, Adrian Mullen on the far side, oh what a blow that is to Dixborough on the stroke Yeah
2: half-time. but again Colin Finnelly could have put it over the bar but he's seen, and I've never seen a standing ovation but I think all these players deserve a standing ovation, they've given the crowd an unbelievable first half of 30 minutes of hurling. it's the best hurling club game I've seen in a long long time but what a goal, what a time to get at a particular stage during the game. Fenley should have put it over the bar he didn't and he gave the ball to Mullen and Mullen struck it brilliantly. The referee now is having a word with some of the mentors at this stage but what a turnaround 111 to 9 points and as I said the Borough have hunted down brilliantly but that goal has made a massive massive difference It
1: certainly has a goal and three points for Adrian Mullen of course Killian Buckley was back there chasing as well it really has all happened you couldn't take your eyes off it for a minute it's Ballyhale Shamrocks, one goal and 11 points Dixborough 9 points at half time in UPMC Nolan Park we'll be back with full coverage of the second half
0: KCLR Live Sport the St. Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Quarter Final Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Dixborough with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Well Drilling Services Piltown jerrycomerforddrilling.ie <laughs>
3: Yes, of course, it is time to inform you about our Man of the Match competition. We've got a 50-hour voucher for detail menswear Kilkenny to be won today. We're looking for your Man of the Match, and if your choice matches... Adrian Rollins Scheiss <laughs> Just got there in the end Then that voucher Could be yours To enter Text your man of the match During the game To 9696, And we'll pick a winner Back in studio Straight after the game It's all with thanks To Detail Men's Potato Market Carlo And High Street Kilkenny The official man of the match Sponsors for the Carlo Senior Football Championship Carlo Senior Hurling Championship And of course What you're listening to Right now The Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship On KCLR um, Who will it be? Will it be Adrian Mullineff after that goal right at the end of the first half there it'll be very interesting to see TJ Reid with some great scores from Freeze as well it has to be said well for Dixborough Bill Sheen getting one fine score from play Andy Gaffney on free taking duty for them he's been in good form um, it will be very very interesting to see who will be Adrian's man of the match and you will find out a little bit later on of course and once that man of the match is announced uh, we will announce the winner of the competition itself and who will be going home with a 50 euro voucher from Detail Men's where the minute that goal went in I have to say we were inundated with text messages about Adrian Mullen being man of the match so many people from different parts of the country let alone Kilkenny suggesting that he is the man of the match will he be the man of the match at the end we are about to find out of course very 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 soon because the second half is approaching but to look back on that first half and to look ahead to the second 30 minutes I'm delighted to say that Eddie Scally is in UPMC Nolan Park now Eddie first of all we gave it the big build up the whole way True, has it lived up to it? Dixford nine points, Ballyhill Shamrocks one eleven.
4: Ad Hazra Robbie in, in every way possible. It's just been oh. You'd want you'd want ten sets of eyes to watch this game. It's just unbelievable all over the field. The hurling itself has been brilliant. We've been treated to some super scores. There's been massive hits off the ball. It's, it's, it literally is. It's the best hurling match I've seen in a couple of years. Club hurling game is just unbelievable.
3: You were at that Shamrocks and Village game, of course, in the last round of the league, and you said that was a great game. Probably more due to the entertainment, but in terms of the standard and the quality, has this gone up not just a level but ten notches again?
4: Yeah, but this is it Robbie I mean that time in the championship what you were looking at was you know it was league championship stuff and it was it, it wouldn't have had the intensity that this game has today it had all the scorn and all the excitement but it's the intensity that we're seeing here today I mean it's just it's unbelievable like how Hale are able to come from the way they've been performing in the league championship to what we're looking at now um, Dixborough will be disappointed as well now in that first half I think Dixborough were a little bit loose and have hit a couple of really poor wides You know, which they weren't doing in the league championship they were it up with all these scores so they'll be disappointed and I'm sure Michael Walsh will have a bit to say about that a couple of loose balls being thrown around midfield and long range shots going wide but Ballyhale have just brought this massive intensity to today's game every single ball is being contested there's no quarter being given now in fairness to Dixieborough they're not asking for it either but like I mean every single bouncing ball every rook everything the teams are going in like their lives depend on it and and, and everybody here and there's a massive crowd here as well in Nolan Park they've been treated to it it's just it's just end to end that goal just before half time is so Ballyhale. Colin Fenley got that ball into his hand he was 30 yards from the goal right in front of the post it was a simple tap over the bar for Colin and that would have been you know, no one would have complained if he'd have done it but he got his head up he's seen Adrian Mullen in the corner put the ball straight into Adrian's hand and Adrian absolutely buried the goal and you know, only Hale can do that I mean, we've been writing them off all year and the stroll in there at half-time five points up on the team that everybody was saying was going to be the, the new Kilkenny senior hurling champions
3: We'll get on to Dick Eddie but the Shamrocks how big a goal could that be for Adrian Mullen and for them come the end of this game it feels like it was one of those defining moments in the match
4: yeah, it definitely could be. Uh, like that half forward line for the Shamrocks, when you've seen the team be named Adrian Mullen, TJ Reid, Owen Cody, they've all chipped in. Adrian Mullen, like anyone that's looking for your man of the match today, if he comes out and does what he did in the first half and the second half, it's all over. He's after hitting one tree here and he's everywhere on the field. He's covered every blade of grass. Colin Fenley. I think Colin Fendi has been causing an awful lot of problems inside a full forward because he's such a, a big unit and he's so hard to mark but Colin is definitely struggling out there big time with his calf he's he barely was able to walk off the field I'd be stunned if we see him in the second half but you know they've, they've, they've Owen Reid there has been really good all year I'm sure he can come in and replace him but you know that goal from Adrian Mullen right before half time you know it could be a killer blow for Dixborough they'll need a big start in the second half
3: We'll get on to Dixborough then Eddie of course we were chatting about the Shamrocks there but have they fallen a bit flat? Had they been stunned by the intensity that the Shamrocks have brought to it? Can you get put your finger on why Dixborough are trailing for the first time, I think, at half time this year? Um, I suppose it's just
4: the intensity the Shamrocks have brought I mean the Shamrocks they're, they're, they're well deserved to be in the league they, they've been the better of the two teams in that half uh, the five points probably flatters them a small bit with the wides that, that Dixborough have hit but you know I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be hugely worried you know five points is nothing in hurling. it's just the players like Lee Moore had a really bad wide by his own standards just before half time Bill Sheen has been on a couple of balls you know they need to get him more ball as well Andy Gatney's done okay you know it's just the forward line that have been so potent and so frightening when they've gotten on the ball they just haven't been firing as much in, in the first half but the chances have been there I mean I, I have them down there at five wides or six wides in the first half Shamrock something similar but the chances will come it's just the Shamrock's intensity in the first half maybe caught Dixborough a little bit cold I'd say I think but you know it, it, Dixborough didn't become a bad team in the first half of this hurling match I mean they take the goal aside and it's point for point up and down that field so they're by no means out of the game but they're going to need I think Ollie Walsh, uh, Tom Kenny, Timmy Clifford, Killian Hackett, Lee Moore. You know they're really going to have to up the ante now. Bill Bill Sheen, as well as obviously a vital player for them, and Andy Gaffney. But they're going to have to just really up the ante now, or, or, or their championship run is over because they've been so impressive and so exciting all during the league. I, 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 I genuinely feel we can see a bit of a sting in the tail in this second half. And the other thing I would say, and I'm not putting the Shamrocks down, but the Shamrocks have a lot of players with a lot of miles on the clock. I know Ronnie alluded to it in the first half. So you would be thinking that maybe Dixborough will feel have a stronger panel and we're going to find out if they have today.
3: Would you be worried at all, Eddie, that this is Dixborough's worst nightmare coming to reality, the fact that they are trailing by five points, the fact that the Shamrocks have preserved their biggest and best performance of the year for this quarter-final game, and that they'll be in at half-time, and while maybe there will be no panic from the management team, internally, the players individually, and possibly even collectively, could have that element of dread and panic of, you know, inevitability nearly?
4: Yeah, you know, it is a reality now. I'm in that Dixborough dressing room, I'm sure. You know, they probably had expected this. You know, don't be under any illusions. They wouldn't have came here expecting the Shamrocks to hand this championship over to them. So they knew they were going to come at it. I think at halftime it was notable to me. Pat Hoban went to speak with the officials at halftime. And then I seen Gavin Nolan, and I think it was Donald O'Rourke, both went to speak to the officials as well. So, you know, they've all had a had a chunk at the officials at, at halftime. A lot of stuff has been let go. I, I'll be stunned if there's not a red card in this half, but the Burr are going to have to up the ante and, and the team. Teams are coming back on the team. i got on the pitch. I'm going to have to hand you back to Ronnie
3: and 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 Shane David. Good stuff. Thanks a million, Eddie. We will hand back to Ronnie and to David very, very shortly. It is, of course, second half commentary of Ballyhale Shamrocks versus Dixborough. The Shamrocks, the county champions, going for six consecutive county titles, currently lead the league champions by one goal and 11 points to nine points. We're about to find out, will they advance to this evening's semi-final draw or will the City Club? It's time to hand back to David Burns and Adrian Rowan for second half commentary.
0: KCLR
3: Live Sport
0: The St Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Quarterfinal Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Dixborough With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Well Drilling Services Piltown Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie.
1: Yes, oh. well Welcome back uh, to uh, UPMC Nolan Park, One Eleven 11 Shamrocks, 9 points to Dixborough Both teams uh, just coming back onto the field of play for the uh, second half here Ronnie, what can we expect?
2: again we can expect if it's anything like the first half or half as good as the first half then we're in for a brilliant brilliant uh, second half just looking around to see is there any changes to both teams on the field not sure is there any changes. doesn't look like it would Fenley has gone out uh, Colin Fenley as I said he has a calf injury and he's very gingerly and in big bother of course but he might have a two week break if they will come through this game, but they're leaving on Cody inside on his own now, and Niall Rowe. So I look at the stand-up five forwards. As I said, the matchups and the position of players is hugely interesting.
1: Yes, and the ball in, and the game is on for the second half. And Pally Hale straight into possession. They've won it with ten. Uh, Niall's short all around the centre of the field, but it's cut out by Dixborough. I'd love to be in the dressing room, uh, both dressing rooms, at half time and uh, to know what was said because I'm sure there was some harsh words of uh, sorts into both. And there's been a, a little incident off the ball here. The referee is blown for a, a free. The free. Will be to Dixburg. This around the middle of the field between both 70s, so a chance once again for the man taking the freeze today, Andy Gaffney, to make his way out here at one eleven. 11. The goal just before half time by Adrian Mullen. You were mentioning Colin Fenley, but that moment of magic with that pass to create the goal, Ronnie, calf injury or no calf injury, it was brilliant.
2: Yeah, it was brilliant considering, as we said, that uh, Mullen now uh, looks like Niall Shortle is in a spot of bother. Niall Shortle was down earlier in the game, and I wonder is it a HIA incident or is it a helmet incident? incident because he is in bother uh, Niall Shortle Yep, yeah, he is in bother Niall Shortle and that's a big loss because he's, it looks like he's just after Putting his hand up to say he's in bother, so he's gone. Niall Shortall is gone. As I said, he got a knock in the first half. That'll be a loss because he has fresh legs and a fast forward. Need now to be sure. But Gaffney put that over. He does.
1: Andy Gaffney with the opening score of the second half, one eleven to the Shamrocks, ten points. We're back to four points. So a change on the Hale team. And Niall Shortall, of course, the uh, player who's gone off the team. And Ballyhale number fi- number twenty. Number 22, that's uh, Stephen Barron who's on the team. So 22, Stephen Barron on there uh, for the uh, Niall Short on in the second half. Ball played downfield again. Dixborough win the puck out. They've got it way back in their own, uh, just outside the 21 yard line. They play a ball back to the goalkeeper, Dara Hulhan. Dara comes out to the 14, between the 14 and the 21 yard line, and pucks the ball way downfield over the heads of a couple of players. And trying to pick it up there was Liam Moore wearing 11. Ball left behind. Dixborough now inside of the 70 uh, yard line. The shot from uh, way out the field, the ball goes in by the centre half forward Liam Moore for his first point of the game.
2: Yeah, very good score by Lee Moore, and as I said, that the uh, d- 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 Nile going off now is a big loss because he has legs, uh, David. And up front, maybe don't need TJ needs help up there, but that's a big move now. And young Baron now is a big ask of him to come on, as I said, to try and, and make it. Ah, oh, brilliantly caught by TJ again.
1: Yeah, from the puck out, TJ read under the Steps, ball and yeah, said uh, yeah, he's yeah. over carried the ball, and I ah oh, uh, made... yeah pushed on the ground yeah uh, silly burnt, out of Timmy Clifford Timmy Clifford and the referee you know what might throw in the ball I think he's going to there was no need for that the free was won uh, from a Dixborough point of view and he pushed DJ Reid over referee has the ball in hand don't be in they're swarming around the referee he somehow gets the ball in, and TJ gets the ball back behind again here come the men of uh, Ballyhead Shamrocks Adrian Mullen and Mullen sends the ball in and this time it's gone in and over the bar for Adrian Mullen. one goal and four points from him he has had some contribution 1-12 to 11
2: Yeah, brilliant again and that brains of Owen Keneally for me out the middle of the field Keneally's doing an awful lot of work but of course Mullen is putting him over the bar and getting the goal but Keneally's contribution is massive again
1: Almost a dangerous puck out but well caught there by the hand of Porrick Moylan works the ball out beyond the 50 yard line towards Tom Kenny Tom Kenny switches the ball over and Tom Kenny is illegally fouled there as he was dispatching of the ball so he has uh, won a free and already making the run out is Andy Gaffney to take this one from behind their own 70 yard line
2: Yeah, silly free because he had given the ball Away and it was going to go into a shamrock's hand, but a city ball to give away. Owen He jumped on Tom Kenny, and again, that was a disappointing move. Or as Conor Welch is getting the yellow card again now, he looks like he's producing yellow cards. I'd be afraid that someone might get the line here, even though I know the game is uh, played at a, 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 a dangerous spirit, but um. It's so good. I wouldn't like to see anyone get the centre. <laughs> no,
1: you certainly wouldn't. Four minutes gone in the second half, and your chance still to be able to chance to win that €50 Euro voucher for Detail Men's Work Kenny. All you got to do is uh, match Ronnie's selection for the man of the match at the end of the game 083 3069 696. And uh, over the ball is Andy Gaffney. He's just behind the halfway uh, line there, and uh, he's uh, about to uh, send this uh, free straight in front of the goal. So he's about to rise the ball, strikes it from the centre of the field. It's travelling high and long, and it's in and over the bar. Another score for the De
2: Burra. Yeah, brilliant score. And Gaffney's on farm with freeze. That's he's six points. He has four. A one from play, and I think six from freeze, and a very good score, bringing it back to a one-goal game.
1: One twelve to twelve points. That goal from Adrian Mullen just before the break is the difference between the teams. Ball sent downfield again. Lens on the fifty-yard line. Belly Hill tried to go in and get it. Dixborough defending and coming out with it is Ollie Walsh, and he's met very, very hard. But the referee says legally on that occasion, borderline, I'd say. But nonetheless, here come Dixborough back in possession with the wing back at on Fennelly Fennelly back behind they'll play the ball back outside the 50 yard line and coming onto to it now is Timmy Clifford Timmy Clifford plays a dainty ball in front of Lee Moore who's gone out to the sideline he gathers it no he doesn't the first time gets it the second time there'll be surely a free advantage coming here Timmy Clifford moving in towards the goal strikes it and the ball goes in and over the bar referee allowed the play to go and good advantage that was as well for the little tug that came in from Dara Mason the cornerback one. yeah
2: Lee Moore is putting pressure on Dara Mason now up front there and now again there's a man Gone down. It looks like Madry Mullen has gone down and John Kearns is coming in. They're slowing down the game, as I said, because that's a score. Maybe it's a particular play, but Darren Mason now, Lee Moores, after getting those two points, he's isolating that, that full back line, playing with two inside all day. And I suppose the experts at half time wondered maybe should uh, the Borough play with six forwards inside? They've played with two for most of the game. Uh, but again, I just worry and wonder can uh, the Shamrocks keep that intensity? They've been excellent, but Borra have matched them with the intensity. And you just wonder, with all the mileage on the clock, can they keep
1: yeah, today's game brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, well drilling, uh, well drilling services for residential, commercial, and agricultural clients. And thanks to the sponsorship of today's game here in UPMC Nolan Park. One twelfth to thirteen points. It'll tell you there's two between them. And Shamrocks lead by two. Adrian Mullen has the red helmet back on his head, and the uh, puck out about to be uh, sent on its way away to our left hand side. The slider is sent on its way by the Valley Hill keeper, Dean Mason, beyond the 50 yard line. The breaking. runs towards the uh, 21-yard line and just going behind it there for a moment was Evan Cody, here comes Dixborough out with the ball again, beginning to move it out through the lines and it comes out to Aidan Nolan Nolan has been chased down there by Owen Kennelly but he goes by him, he's in the centre of the field, hand passing uh, well taken by Killian Hackett, here comes Dixborough they've won themselves another free and the referee has blown the whistle a chop right down in the hand of Killian Hackett and he's felt this one Ronnie.
2: Yeah not too sure did he make a little bit more of it but again I just question as I said, Paddy Mullen there needs to be so careful, he's going to go into the book, Paddy probably blessed that he hasn't been in the book earlier but uh, Hackett, the legs and the speed of the Borough now and the fitness levels are going to be huge here because as I said the Ballyhale have gone into the well now, they're down as I said Niall Shortle. they're down a the number of our players, they didn't need to lose anyone and unfortunately for them you don't know how long or how often they have to go to the well, Borough seem to be getting stronger now as the, these opening few minutes.
1: Yeah, one twelfth to 13 points still to, to Ballyhale, Shamrocks. there's a free and a scorable free coming as well to be struck by Andy Gaffney once uh, Killian Hackett has been treated and uh, we see substitutes warming up on the far side.
2: Yeah, it looks like Shane Stapleton. he's been on and off the team all year, brilliant free taker, he's gone back in and I'd say you could see Shane Stapleton making an appearance um, he's been hugely influential, brilliant for him in 2017 when they won the county final you can expect him to be coming on here wearing a sheen it looks like he is coming on but Gaffney has been on airing from freeze and that's a huge plus for them.
1: Yes and uh, he's about, uh, well this could be his 8th point of the game and uh, Dixborough 13 already on the board. 112 to the Shamrocks. He stands over the ball to the right of centre inside the 50 yard line, rises the ball, and the ball is struck in. The umpires are happy, and the ball goes in and over the bar. Right now, it's a one point game. 112 is 15 points to Shamrocks, the Bally Hale and 14 points to Dixborough. We've eight minutes of the second half gone here in Nolan Park, and the puck out downfield by Dean Mason. It's gone beyond the 50. It's towards the hand of uh, TJ Reed. Couldn't get at it and pulled on along the ground by Niall Rowe. Over the line it goes. It'll be a Line ball, line ball to the Bally mid inside the a 50 yard line, and TJ Reid will be the take. Yeah, still
2: a good game, but the fizz is not like anything like the first half. The first half, as you said, was brilliant, but the players couldn't keep that going. They gave us a hugely entertaining 30 minutes in the first half, but now it's going to come down to the, the cleverness and the skill, and here's one of them. Look at this.
1: TJ Reid from the sideline inside the 50 yard line, the greatest genius ever to play the game of hurling. What a line ball that was.
2: Yeah, you just summed it up there, a genius, and look, when a man, when a team needs a man, he just steps up, brilliant sideline from TJ, what a score
1: Yeah, one thirteen now to the Shamrocks, 14 points to Dixborough, puck out downfield, it goes to Dara and again, the breaking ball crucial, every ball crucial from now on and the ball is won by Dixborough, they play the Dangerous. ball inside towards Killian Hackett, can't control it, first down, gets it the second down, 21 yards out, 14 yards out, turn strike Oh, a save you'll not see down low to his uh, right hand side, the keeper and what a save by Dean Mason
2: Yeah, brilliant save by Mason, but a great run by Hackett, but he was picked out, brilliant great catch by Killian Buckley and he gave a great pass to uh, Hackett in the middle of the field and as I said they're putting pressure now on the Ballyhale people as we said because Ballyhale have had to make changes to their team and unfortunately for them there's another man down for Ballyhale and they don't need this as I said because they're their team and their players are under enough pressure as it is. But there's another Ballyhale man down. And that looks like a calf injury as well. That's yeah. not
1: good for the Shamrocks. No, not good. But there's players, I can tell you, on both sides. Hobbling, limping, battling. They have. And they're giving it all for their clubs. And that the full-back has just been uh, taken off there over the end line for a moment. That is uh, Dara Cochran as the player who went down for Ballyhale Shamrocks. Uh, we will follow the play. The play is uh, to 65. A brilliant save by uh, save by Dean Mason. But he's awarded uh, this chance now to Andy Gaffney, once again, standing over the Schlitter, 113 to sticks Shamrocks, a 14 points and they've got this chance to bring it back to a one-point game as the evening draws in on this October evening in UPMC Nolan Park, the Schlitter is high it's straight, it's accurate and it's gone over the bar, Ronnie.
2: Great score by Gaffney a difficult enough 65 but as we said earlier, this is going to go down to the end, Ollie Welch has gone off and it looks like Shane stabled I believe, yeah, he's gone on wing forward as Conor Welch makes a run down the field, again another off the ball incident but uh, but Stapleton has gone it looks like Buckley's gone to middle of the field and Stapleton's gone to wing forward
1: yes and the puck out about to be uh, sent on its way the play about to resume TJ Reed, is, uh, Reed has moved out around the uh, middle of the field here and the puck out is uh, going to bypass the middle of the field it'll go beyond the seventy, short of the 21 yard line hands go up there Dixborough again on, under the breaking ball and finally with his power trying to come out but he's really struggling here come Dixborough right now with Aiden Nolan Nolan has gone inside the 50 yard line he's about to reach the 20 20- one yard line he strikes he shoots and the ball is in it over the bar it's a level game in Nolan Park 16 points to 113 and Dixborough really beginning to show the legs now
2: yeah the legs and the fitness of the Borough men now starting to make a a call as we said because they look like the Shamrocks and particularly Owen Cody they haven't got him on the ball Fenley is catching as under pressure with that leg but Owen Cody as we said needs to get on the ball they need a big return out of Owen Cody in the next 20 minutes
1: yes and the ball downfield it goes again back behind Dixborough with Tom Kenny Thomas got it between the 14 and the 21 yard line. Hand passes the ball neatly out after drawing two players in. He gets it to Nile Rowe. Nile Rowe out to Timmy Clifford. Timmy Clifford back to Nile Rowe. And Nile has reached the middle of the field. He's powering up field, being chased down. Plays the ball neatly out to Bill Sheehan, the captain of the team. Tries to take it inside two players. Goes inside the 50 yard line. Works it inside. Can Dixborough create something? The ball oh, is yes. gone into Gaffney. Gaffney turns before reaching the 21 yard line. And the borough in front. 17 to 113. Yeah, and
2: it's that man again, Gaffney he's on fire, he's coming in for the and uh, a run for the detailed man of the match, as we know the draw's been met here after the game for the county semi-finals, but at this stage it's going to go down to the wire, but the Shamrocks are starting to wilt a little bit, but don't ever write the Shamrocks
1: off. Never write them off, write them off at your peril, as they say, Dixborough win the ball along the ground with Owen finnelly gets it to the middle of the field at possession again and the ball sent from a long, long way out the field, is travelling high and accurate. <sharp inhale> did it over the bar by that man Harry Shine, and he was punching the air on he, as he that one went in and over
2: yeah are. we mentioned about the class of shiny he hasn't been on much ball but he's got two brilliant points and that was a sucker punch for the Shamrocks men as I said they're heavy legged in the forwards they're not able to get on top of their men and I think that, look at this stage as I said they need Own Cody on ball and they haven't got him on enough ball Own Cody needs a very big 20 minutes but the Borough now smell blood they smell an opportunity there's 20 to go but I think at this stage it's going to go down to the wire but the Borough seem to just be a little bit stronger now
1: Yeah this are saying Candace's Credit Union can Kenny Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinal the greatest game in the world the game of hurling and we're seeing an unbelievable game and 43 minutes in this one this afternoon puck out downfield again on top towards uh, TJ Reid over there ball breaks behind him Dixborough winning all that ball they've got it now with Killian Buckley behind his own 50 yard line plays it down breaks in the middle of the field way over near the far sideline referee keeping a close watch and proceeding Hale tried to get it Dixborough tried to get it and now there's a little bit of a melee breaking out there eventually the ball has gone out over the line they go in from every angle and the heat is back in the second half again and uh, it would be nice to see them moving inside that white line on the far side there's a player gone down and that is a Dixborough player from where I'm looking if we can see them they're just moving away yes a Dixborough man gone to the ground and the referee who's he looking for? I'd say Paddy
2: Mullen is not too far from this incident looks like again Mickey Welch jumped and left it out of the air Brian Butler I see could be coming on for the Shamrocks he hasn't started today he's a, a regular player but again the Borough seem to be in the driving steep they seem to have a step forward at this stage and Gaffney has been unerring from freeze and I expect this as difficult as it is I expect this to go over the bar yeah Mickey Walsh has fit as he is now and look now Paddy's a- now Adrian Sh- uh, Harry Shine struck Paddy Mullen and Paddy gave it back to him watch the lines man the lines man is going to be a big part to play Peter Burke I think Paddy was in hard look uh, Harry Shine went to him and hit him into the chest and now Paddy's in Paddy's in big trouble and that was always a possibility yes he's gone unfortunately for Paddy but Shine met him and played for it and Shine has now contributed to Paddy going off they'll be hugely disappointed Paddy fell for it
1: uh, not nice to see but uh, it was been boiling since the very first minute of this game so uh, down to uh, 14 men you'd imagine in a moment referee yellow card uh, going in there let's see and uh, waiting to see yeah. there's the red card so the red card has come Paddy Mullen red card in and Shine in
2: gets up and that's disappointing it's very disappointing out of, the, out of the borough at that side because as I said this was a tough game for sure and it's a man's game and both players have given all at both sides but I thought at that stage that was play acting and messing and on very unfair and Paddy's gone.
1: Yes, Paddy is gone. Game goes on. 15 plays 14 and 18 points would to 113. Uh, the scoreboard reads the Dixborough. So it's a two point game right now. And uh, well, Belly Hale might have faced an uphill task anyway in this game, but it's even it's got steeper that hill. But Belly Hale Shamrocks are the Shamrocks. The free is to Andy Gaffney. Andy Gaffney is 72 yards out. He's right on the line on the far side of the field. He's looking towards the goal and he's about to go down over the Schlitter in just a moment and strike this one. A massive moment in the game. If he is to put them three in front, Dixborough. Dick- a do it uh, 15 fifth 14 yep. on its way high and long and in over the bar by Gaffney he's been a star man this afternoon and you still can enter for the man of the match to be able a chance of winning that 50 euro voucher for detail men's wearing Kilkenny 0833069696 the number you need to text the ball now about to be sent downfield Dean Mason down over the head there it goes of own Cody ball breaking behind the next one a crucial play again every play is crucial TJ Reid goes in he's having a bit of a, a battle with Tom Kenny on the ground but the ball is broken away and Dixborough have got it and Owen Fennelly is uh, down on the ground hand passes the ball to Gillian Hackett brings it to the middle of the field hurls the ball away down inside and running back is Dara Cochran wearing three chased down brilliantly by Liam Moore ball close to the line not getting an inch back to the goalkeeper somehow he gets it Dara Cochran uh, to Dean Mason Mason has sent a massive ball into open country but back there defending for the men of Dixborough is Tom Kenny outfield hand pass to Owen Fenley Fenley sends the ball across a lovely ball and caught by Killian Buckley Buckley switches the play over to the far side of the field running and movement now by Dixborough is a joy to watch and the man who's just come on Shane Stapleton moving down along the line hand passing the ball inside in front of Killian Hackett on the 21 between the 21 and the 14 caught inside by the goalkeeper oh it takes a man down there as well it looks like as if it was Lee, the, down. Lee Moore is down but Dean the referee yeah he's allowing the play to go on play away says the referee but he's uh, slowly gingerly getting on his feet There's been plenty of incidents in the game. Bally Hale try and bring the ball. Oh, super block. over oh, hope the block, the clash and the ash. And in they go again around the centre of the field. TJ Reid wins it. Hand passes the ball out to Evan Shefflin, the vice-captain. The vice-captain is surrounded by three Borough players. He's still going. He's lost. Three against one. He very difficult. And very hard. They've got it back and they get it back to Niall Rowe. Niall Rowe hurls the ball down. Bally Hale need possession. They bring it out there somehow towards the middle of the field. They're in the possession with the man wearing nine, Liam Barron. Back to TJ Reid. And TJ Read from oh, a super. massive massive 90 yards out the field the ball is and over the bar. this game has had absolutely
2: everything yeah brilliant score by TJ but again as we said it looks like the bur getting fitter and stronger 14 men they were always coming back but with 14 versus 15 Hale, this will be the biggest 15 minutes in Hale's history Absol- can they do it <laughs> absolutely
1: and the ball is hurled away downfield from a long way out the field from Ballyhale Shamrocks bounces doesn't even wait, reach gonna... the end line the goalkeeper will have lots of time though, that is uh, Dara Hulan. Hulan brings it to the 14, he's on the 21 he's slowly moving gingerly out, opens the shoulders and down along uh, the left wing into open space, a lovely ball for a forward to get and Ronnie will know all about that the ball is played inside and away come the Dixborough men again, oh free in. in. Gaffney uh, was fouled Gaffney Gaffney was was fouled inside so a chance for Dixborough 19 points, plays 114 Well if Adrian Mullen has been very good in the first half,
2: Andy Gaffney has been the star man for the Borough from play and from Freeze, he's been instrumental as, as well as Killian Hackett and a lot of the Borough lads but it's a massive massive ask now for the Shamrocks men because as we said down to 14 men lost Niall Shortle as well and their panel has been stretched and checked and they're introducing another man by the looks of things but their panel is so depleted the Borough seem to have all the aces and yet the Borough still have one or two men to bring on and when you can bring on someone like Shane Stapleton that's a huge plus to you it's hard and I know the game of Hurling can go anyway but it's hard to see the Shamrocks I'm making a huge bold statement at 49 minutes 11 minutes to go but I just can't see the Borough getting caught now they just just seem to be on the front foot but what a silly statement I me to make possibly
1: you never know the game is oh Andy me and with a free It's uh, come off the side of the hurl and went away across the, to the right of the goal and out over the line and wide a substitute on the uh, Bally yeah. Hale team
2: Brian Butler's coming on he's a regular now Shamrocks are going all out it looks like they're bringing up Killian yeah they're bringing up Killian Car. In the middle of the field young Barron's going off Brian Butler's coming on that makes sense now let's see that silly statement that I made there's 10 minutes to go and I'm saying the Borough look like have all the aces
1: you don't make too many silly statements don't be (laughs) worrying about that the ball played outfield again and here come Dixborough down the field they go and it's hurled by Owen Fennelly and he sends a long long ball in front of Gaffney again over there marshalling him as Dara Cochran and great defending by him and uh, Ballyhill win the ball play it back outside the 50 yard line and it comes as far as to Adrian Mullen. Mullen opens the shoulders, looking for for no. someone inside Fendi. Long ball in on top of Fennelly High dropping ball Breaks inside the referee oh, How
2: the referee could judge it from there He's
1: blowing it free And he's giving it to a Dixborough He's ball. Yards out
2: so I don't know how he could blow it from there And the boys are reminding him He was 70 yards from that Square ball Square ball. Eddie Scally tells us the umpire called that
1: we're lucky he stayed on Eddie Scully, the third pair of eyes in Nolan Park. He's better than VAR pity he wasn't in a Spurs versus Liverpool yesterday for the decision. It would have been a massive difference. But Eddie Scully says a square ball. That'll do for us. Line ball, our ball out there. Timmy Clifford hurls the ball way down. Some Here skill. comes Dixborough again, out from 52 yards out, and this is going across the face of the goal and wide. Would have Chances been some score. Would
2: have been some score. Now Adrian Mourne and Harry's gone down again. They're, they're obviously picking on poor Harry at this stage because Paddy's got sent off, and they need to be very careful. to Shamrock because as we said they're down to 14 now Fenley and, and Parik Mylan and it looks like Parik Mylan. Mylan
1: just wins the yes. battle against Fenley who's hobbling on that one leg he's giving it everything here comes Killian Buckley on his own 50 yard line hurls the ball downfield and a good one it is too inside of the 50 yard oh, line no, oh, no, no,
2: no 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 no, go on Ronnie you take it no 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 no, no. he gave us off free Richie Reed. that's a hugely in the context of the game I thought Stapleton was falling and Owen Bean to me and we shouldn't criticise referees but in the context of the game and the fouls and the off the ball incidents that's a very soft free for the Borough
1: Yes, and a free uh, t- a chance for Gaffney once again. 19 points to Dixborough. Ballyhill, Shamrocks, 114. A glorious afternoon it was here. The sun begins to uh, go down low in the sky and Gaffney stands over this one. Now, for all the hurling the Borough are doing, the Shamrocks
2: are hanging in there. There's still two points, but Mylan did so well that time. I know Fenley's on one leg. Massive free now for Gaffney. He missed the last one from a similar position.
1: He did. It went across the face of the goal and to the right and wide. He's around uh, 55 yards out, uh, two yards in from the sideline rises the side. this one is good you can see it from here straight in and over the bar 20 points to Dixborough Shamrocks Ballyhale that is one fourteen. Eight minutes of hurling to be played plus stoppages 8 minutes
2: of hurling and it's going to go down as we said to the wire Ballyhale need a huge score possibly a goal because it looks like as we said it's going to be difficult because the 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 Borough men are getting stronger
1: and Hackett has won that back oh great play by Dixborough they have it again and Killian Hackett oh brilliant pace up to the 50 yard line moving and he's hooked there brilliant by Keneally. Keneally. Keneally comes out here come Ballyhale they'll never give up he hurls the ball away downfield high towards the 21 yard line there's a Dixborough man standing under it gets it and passes the ball out towards Killian Buckley a bit of a loose one and here come Ballyhale Shamrock Killian Carper oh. goes in oh brilliant defending out it breaks this time it hasn't gone far it's still on the 14 yard line Dixborough tried to get it down along the line surely might have been a little push in the back again a little bit of a scrum TJ Reid goes in for Ballyhale Shamrock tries to kick it out of there between the 20- 21 in the 14, right on the sideline, uh, just to our right hand side as we look down. And has gone down. Ball breaks up. It's in the and hand of the read. Oh, TJ brilliant. Reed with a ball. Ball, look at the vision. Back it comes to Richie Reed. Reed with a brilliant ball inside to Conor Walsh. Conor Walsh, ball to ball the back in the centre back. Richie Reed. Oh, oh! A super save inside for the goalkeeper. Brilliant oh, save. as good as you'll see. Dara Hoolan. Ball comes out by Dixborough. Oh, what a game. Ball outside again. Here come Dixborough to the middle of the field. And in possession is Bill and the captain. The captain plays it inside the Harry Shine. Harry will go down over this one. Dodge one way, go the other that way. He's on his, he's over on here. his uh, ground. He looks inside. Harry Shine turns, strikes high, long, and the ball is dropping in. And dropping. The referee has blown a free. The free out. I'm not sure if it had gone in over the bar or not, but it was a massive strike. And what a move, Belly Hill, really. now. what a move. But you just
2: wonder in the context of the game again. Should they have put it over the bar? They made to try to force a goal, but what a save out of Dara Houlihan But Richie Reid out that marginally could have carried it a little bit more but a brilliant brilliant save and again that statement that I made how did I say the Shamrocks could be gone but they looked like me they had a chance there but the
1: Borough as I said they're just hanging in there Ballyhale are getting the chances TJ Reid behind his own seven yard line rises strikes ball is travelling law, oh, superb and in and over the bar you'd expect nothing else for TJ Reid it's 20 points now to Dixborough uh, the Ballyhale Shamrocks team 115. the clock away to our left hand side, 54 minutes and 29 seconds it'll tell you five and a half minutes of hurling left and there's so much can happen and the low-lying sun going way down into the sky the puck out is out by the uh, Dixborough keeper it goes outfield and it's well won there uh, by Niall at full-back playing the ball downfield and uh, again it is Dixborough in possession they're moving down along the line now with Killian uh, Buckley he's inside the 50-yard line Hand passes the ball further inside Dixborough trying to create another chance and that back to Shane Stapleton Shane Stapleton surrounded by players getting the ball away and a great defending again Sean by the middle Ballet they have the ball outside their 21-yard line he has to Still carry and create something here they do bring it the ball inside oh a dangerous one though it breaks inside it'll come to one Cody Cody's in the middle of the field he's been chased by two players of Dixborough he's falling as he hits the ball and the ball goes in and over the bar oh this is the hurling from the heavens is all you can say about this today as good as you will ever see 20 points to 160 yeah
2: brilliant scores down to a one score game and Mark Nolan is coming on for the borough the borough are hanging in there that was brilliantly defended out of the Shamrocks and what a team and what a team what a parish and what a group and the Borough have been excellent today When this game has been excellent but the Shamrocks are not going to go down without
1: a fight five minutes one point one point between them and the ball about to be sent out by the goalkeeper it's a short puck out to the cornerback Evan Cody there's one between them and it's in the hands now of Tom Kenny outside the 50 yard line hurls the ball way downfield for Dixborough they could do with the next score to settle them again they have it in the hands there of the left half forward that is uh, Aiden Nolan and Nolan has sent this one Ronnie to the left and
2: wide and remember Shamrocks only have 14 players That'll tell you how good the Shamrocks are, but that's a wasteful opportunity out of the borough. Dangerous now, they're living four minutes, and you have the Shamrocks
1: attacking. You have the Shamrocks attacking, <laughs> you have a cough. marvelous catch by the fullback Niall Rowe. He was met with a shoulder that you wouldn't see anywhere else, <laughs> only in Nolan Park. It's Bally Hale coming forward again. They have the possession back, is the equaliser on the cards? Fenwick. It's with Fennelly. and Fennelly opens <laughs> the shoulders, and we have it level. Ronnie, you might have been wrong <laughs> about ruling off the Shamrock. It's 20 points to 117. There's 56 and a half minutes gone it is no doubt the greatest game in the world hurling but this is some quarter final here in UPMC Nolan Park the ball played downfield Ronnie will come to you in a second by behind the Ballyhale Shamrocks they have it again they're like as if they're after growing in confidence the pass goes wrong breaks off a Dixborough man line ball to Ballyhale yeah
2: as I said it was a silly statement but I was just calling it as I saw it but how the Shamrocks the greatest team of all time but to be fair to Dixborough they've given them the biggest test of all time in the last seven years they've been wonderful but they have the advantage in the extra man but it's still dangerous friendly as us hanging in there with one leg hanging in there but TJ he's put one over from a foot 40 yards there's no way he can put this over can he,
1: he don't it's, rule him out he's TJ Reid there's no other one like TJ Reid he can do anything in the game of hurling. he's outside the 70 yard line he's looking towards the goal and uh, will he maybe go for a short one or will he be looking for distance in this he's about to size it up TJ Reid Benitos coming up winds up and oh marvellous man. stroke I'll Tell you what, it won't be far away from uh, doing damage in around the square. Dixborough trying oh, to Cody clear the ball. Hasn't. Cody gets in there. Ball breaks away. Picked up by the cornerback, Boric Moylan. Moylan is on his feet and the ball cleared by Dixborough downfield. The ball is in the sky. It is landing into the hands of the centre half-back. Richie Man on Reed. his own, look. And Richie Reid sends a dangerous ball in. onto the 14-yard oh. line, breaking ball in behind. Dixborough now playing very dangerously back into the defence. They've somehow picked it up on the 14-yard line. They try and bring it away. They have it and it's with the wing-back. The wing-back oh. is offensively finally. Out it comes again. Oh, Oh, living in the danger house right, right now. Here it. comes Owen Cody. 48 yards out. Fast inside. High. Dropping ball. Oh, looping. High. No. In. And this one is going to go across the face of the goal and wide. It was hanging in the air and it just went across Ronnie and wide. They're level with 58 minutes and 20 seconds.
2: Massive, massive chance by Owen Cody.
1: He's coming into the game. They're
2: living dangerously. TJ needs to get to this if he can. Yeah, TJ oh, Reeder. A hit. massive hit massive
1: on Tom TJ.
2: Oh. Oh, oh! He left it late to
1: blow it. He's given TJ a yellow card, and TJ hasn't got a yellow card in his life. Uh, there was. Look, I think you know what. That was just going in there. Look, it was one oh, of those, wasn't
2: it? I think that's very harsh on TJ. If it was someone else, I'd say something. But TJ is not a dirty hurler. It was a massive hit, to be fair to him
1: and I'll tell you what, Tom Kenny is down on the ground we can tell you from the hit but uh, he's being treated substitute on the Ballyhale Shamrock team Colin Fennelly, is he going Oh yeah, he's gone off off on
2: Rio, Rio is on
1: Yeah, so there is a change in the last uh, couple of minutes and that uh, Tom Kenny, I'll tell you what, these both teams have given an absolutely extraordinary performance 20 points to Dixborough, Ballyhale Shamrocks 117, I'll tell you there is something in this that could go either way yet and I'd say we'll of a good few minutes to add on at the end of the 70 minutes as well, and we'll be coming to you for your man of the match. Of course, uh, for someone to win the chance of that 50 euro voucher, you can still get in an entry 083 83069 696. That's the number, right? The free is to Dixborough, Andy Gaffney. He's all of a 100 yards you could say away from the goal that he'll be striking into. Ronnie, this is massive, massive, massive free, but he's been on and he's only missed one all day. There's two minutes on
2: the clock in ordinary time. Let's watch the far side and see what injury time is here. Nobody wants this game to finish but Gaffney has a massive chance
1: Eddie Scully beside us is like a man that could run in and play a part at the end of the game the ball by uh, Gaffney he's down over it he strikes it it's from a long long way out the field it's gone high and long and over the bar and Dixborough by one 21 points to 117 the clock reads 60 minutes and 10 seconds there will be at least four minutes of hurling the book out comes from Ballyhale Shamrocks out it comes as far as Evan Shefflin the vice captain he's been tackled he's at the 78 Line he's moving and passes the ball to Cody. On oh, Cody that is downfield it goes as far as uh, Brian Butler. Butler moving forward though and back it comes to Cody. Cody between the 21 yes, and the 30 yard line and the ball has gone in and over the bar. Oh my goodness the end to end stuff. 14 men versus 15 and there's three minutes and 20 seconds of hurling left.
2: And nobody deserves to lose this game because both teams have been excellent, absolutely brilliant. But 14 men Shamrocks, what a what a plan up, what a team as I said. But the Borough have given him everything
1: Buckley has a chance Killian Buckley from way out in the sideline sends a long ball in Liam Moore goes up with oh. the hand wins the ball turns strikes and Moore has sent oh. this one. Oh, what a chance that was by Liam Moore and that one has gone out over the line and wide is there going to be a winner or will we be going to extra time ball way downfield it goes over the heads Rio has it. here comes the men of Hill Shamrocks they're working the ball inside there uh, Owen Reid had it the ball broken out Dixborough in possession out it comes to the wing back, Timmy Clifford. He's oh, had Surely looking at the player coming out there. They've lost possession. In come the man of Ballyhale Shamrocks in possession right now around the centre. Oh! Of the Being ball, gets the ball to oh, Cody. Has, Has to be. be a free. There was two freezes Has there. to be a free. There was two freezes, right? But Ballyhale have a free, and this is going to be the score that puts them in front. Oh, that puts them in front. Oh! <laughs> Oh. Unless my mats are on no no, 18, no, no, 21, no, we're right 21, TJ right, right, right. Reid He will stand over this one And what a moment in the game I can tell you one thing It's been an absolutely thrilling game Do you know what you'd hate it to win? We could well, stay
2: for another hour of That's this. it Because it's been one of the best club games of all time To be fair And Dixborough have been wonderful But the Shamrocks with 14 men Have just been superhuman But it's not over yet There's still a dangerous twist
1: A dangerous twist I can tell you 55 yards out is one of the most dangerous assassins in the game of hurling his name is TJ Reid he's crouched over the Schlitter he rises the Schlitter he strikes the Schlitter the ball has gone in and over the bar and Ballyhale Shamrocks are going uh, to the Ballyhale Shamrocks have gone We're in front 119 lead. to 21 that's what I'm trying to say the draw to be made immediately afterwards we've just been reminded by Robbie in studio that we have to uh, bring you the draw I'd say we wouldn't miss it for the world here comes the men of uh, Ballyhale uh, Dixborough working the ball outside the 50 yard line they're coming Again, Valley Remember, down to 14 men. Ball oh. played dangerously inside, the right again. Man has it and again me. they walk the ball. Jimmy for a chance of a goal. Into the goalkeeper. Oh, oh brilliant hit! The goalkeeper brings it free out. out surely. Man dragged to the ground. But well, if that's not oh. a free, I give up. Oh. And the ball is broken free. How that wasn't should given? have been a free out for the Shamrocks. Yeah, ball is in the scrum. It's not uh, kind of coming out, yet You could, you can't see anyone. Dixborough trying to get the ball away. They've given it away to one Cody. Cody has it. He's been surely pulled back TJ Reid the genius has it Reid oh. pushed and now TJ Reid has been fouled on his own 70 yard line he's looking at the ground he's on the two knees I wonder is there a Hail Mary being said by TJ Reid right now he's rising to one knee the other knee is lifted from the ground it has had everything he's moved away momentarily and more importantly the
2: time almost up time all almost up and it couldn't come to a better man to change this game because He's been instrumental, he's been brilliant. As a lot of the individuals on both teams trying to pick a man of the match. Well, you can name anybody in this game. Everybody has been excellent. Everybody has given us one of the best afternoons of hurling that I've been at in a long, long time. And this man has a chance to make a two score game as Brendan Hennessy would said.
1: He's a yard just inside his own 70 yard line he's crouched low, the Schlitter will soon move from the ground the sod of Dolan Park, it's on its way it's travelling towards the Over. goal it's high, it's long and the Valley Hale, Shamrocks contingent rise to their feet, they are never ever out of a game it's a two point swing with 64 and a half minutes gone, Dixborough in possession and the ball to Tom Kenny, is there a goal late drama maybe in the game, here comes Dixborough downfield. High dropping ball in around the house. A dangerous one. Oh, he has... And that surely oh. is a free. Is the hand in. up is the hand up. Is the hand up, yes. Is it a penalty it a... now? Watch I'm watch. not sure. Wait till we see what he's going to do. The referee here on Massive decision. He's going to look. Yeah, he's... it's going to be penalty. Oh. a penalty. Oh. A penalty. I... A penalty to Dixborough. Oh my word. Yes, I said it was going to be a big incident. You couldn't imagine this. Twenty-one points, Dixborough. Shamrocks 120 and a penalty in the dying moments. Exactly. Remember, Shamrocks were down to 14 men look no, he's look. going in to talk to him that means he's going to make change his decision I'm not sure what's going on here it's absolutely end to end stuff what a game of hurling Dixborough 21 Shamrocks 120 he's not going to change his mind it's a penalty can Dixborough come out on top no 16? it's not it's a free it's a f- It's no penalty no penalty No free no penalty, penalty. 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 Oh, tell you oh, Mickey all. Welch is running into him look at this Oh Michael, look at this so Mickey's going into him Michael Welch is coming across now he's been told to go off the field by the Ballyhale men Now, and, uh, tempers flaring 21 one. yard free so who did? Gaffney Gaffney is the man should sure, there's nothing else only a goal yeah. will do that's going to be as simple as that it would either Ballyhale will go into the bowl beside us for the draw in a moment TJ Reid has gone back on the goal line they have one, two, three. they have 5 men currently standing on the line TJ will defend the left uh, post as we look down the goalkeeper is Dean Mason the man standing over over the ball is Andy Gaffney what drama what a man! he's been so good all day
2: David I wouldn't write him off and this game has been full of incident anything can happen and it could happen that a man in Borough Folklore has an opportunity to end up in Borough Folklore he's been brilliant all day but this is the last play of the game surely it
1: has to be Gaffney steps up Gaffney rises Gaffney strikes and Gaffney Safe. is saved by the Ballyhale men on the end line and they pick the ball Start it's it all, all over, over. Oh. it's all over 14 men of Ballyhale Shamrocks have come good won 20 to 21 points in one of the greatest club hurling matches I've ever witnessed Ronnie
2: without a shadow of a doubt the best club game that I've ever witnessed and we've seen some brilliant games the Borough were in. Immense. that decision at the end will haunt him because the referee did give a penalty then changed his mind now that's going to be a huge huge ask there was incidents all through it's a pity it had to end in such a way but the referee's decision did have a big influence in that game all through but the Borough will be hugely disappointed they were wonderful but you can't take from the Shamrocks they've been absolutely brilliant with 14 men I was so sad to see Paddy Mullen going off because in the context of the game I didn't think he deserved to get off but That is a horrible way for the Borough to end up on a losing streak. They were immense, they were wonderful. But to end up in a situation like that, David, I think it's so horrible. But you can't but admire the Shamrocks. But the Borough had put so much into it. It's a pity that the umpire, as I said, they could have been involved in an earlier instance. There was an awful lot going on off the ball before and during the game. It's a pity. A big, massive call, but what a contribution. And hey, we still have to pick a man of the
1: match. Oh, <laughs> I forgot all about that. We have to come back to you for the man of the match, of course, uh, for someone uh, to win that €50 euro voucher. Who is your man of the match, Ronnie? Well, sure, look, at this stage,
2: there were so many influence, huge plays by a lot of players from uh, the Ballyhale and the, the Boroughs. Not often you give a man of the match to a losing team but Andy Gaffney was brilliant but for me TJ was immense when it came down to it at the end of the day but for Mullen's contribution I suppose in the first half he hunted down but I'm going to pick an unusual man in this case I'm going to pick a man that's often underrated for the Shamrocks I'm going to pick Owen Keneally I thought he did huge amount of work for Ballyhale all day I know I'll be wrong people will say it should be TJ Reid they'll say it should be Gaffney they'll say it should be Shine but for me I know a man that done a huge amount of work is Owen Keneally Eddie Skelly, what a game!
4: Unbelievable, yeah. No, look, anyone that's after been here today has been treated to, I think, one of the best club games I've ever seen in my life. It was just. Unbelievable. It had everything, even at the last minute there. I know Ronnie's on about the, the penalty or the 21-yard free, but it was the type of an end to the game you'd want as well. You know, you'd have one more shoot to stay in the championship. But, look, people have been writing off Bally Hale since the start of the year, myself included. I thought they'd gone to the bridge one too many times, or gone to the well, I should say. But phenomenal result, and the draw's about to be made here as well. So uh, we'll so find out who to have
1: next. Unbelievable, isn't it? This draw is going to be made here now, and uh, I'll tell you what, these two teams have absolutely given us... Ad- has just had everything from the very minute the ball was uh, thrown in. We'll bring across that mic here, Eddie. or Eddie, but uh, look what a, what a team down to 14 men, Eddie, and to do what they did there, extraordinary.
4: Now look at this as Valley Hale, as Ronnie said, brilliant parish to have everything everything you want in hurling. They're the best team in the country, bar none, and they showed it yet again today. We might make our way down here for this draw here now straight away
1: with that microphone there eddie scally is gonna just jump across over us there and he takes it and myself and ronnie will just uh, take a little breather because i'll tell you what have we got enough of mike yes we just get it across here uh, for it so so we're going to hear who's going to be in that uh, County semi final so this draw about to take place, we'll leave it over, we we'll get all the details here, and we'll review it all in just a moment.
5: Culliver, and St. Patrick's. Now we we'll call on Jack Cavanagh to do the draw. First he'll draw from part one. St. Lacton's, and St. Lacton's will play. St. Patrick's, neighbours. Next round will be Wine Gap. And Wine Gap will be drawn against Pilltown, another local derby. And finally, the last two drawn are in Posh 2. And they are Emeralds. And Emeralds will play Tulliher Ross Birkin. So the draw for the next round of the JJ Cavanagh Sons junior hurling quarterfinal is St. Lactan's versus St. Patrick's Winegap versus Pilltown, and Emeralds will play tullohaross Birkin. Dixborough will play the winners of Moonkine and James Stevens in the other quarterfinal which will double as a section B championship final We'll, we'll go to draw now for the St. Canice's credit union senior hurling Championship O'Loughlin Gales James Stevens Shamrocks Hale and Bennis Bridge and I'll get Martin Delaney Secretary of CCC to draw them First out is James Stevens and James Stevens will play Shamrock's Valley Hale. And the next round will be O'Loughlin Gales. And O'Loughlin Gales will play Venice Bridge. Thank you. That's the draw for the St. Cannes' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship is James Stevens versus Shamrock's Valley Hale and O'Loughlin Gales versus Venice Bridge. And they'll be played on. The 15th of October in UPMC, Nolan Park. Thank you
1: right Ronnie. what do you think yeah, are, what a well, draw what a draw because the
2: Shamrocks in the village have a lot of history and they'll enjoy that I see some of the Shamrocks players uh, people there happy with that draw no one will want the Shamrocks after today's but they have a few injuries Niall Shartle has gone off with a head injury um, uh, Colin Fenley is injured they have two weeks they'll need them all back because they can't as we said keep going to the well I don't, can't even believe I'm saying that because I've, uh, I did question the Shamrocks with 10-15 minutes to go but only out of pure admiration for them. I couldn't see how they could keep going to the well with 14 men but look that's a great draw for them difficult difficult draw for the village and a tough draw for the Bridge and O'Loughlin's that's a tough draw neither of them team would want that draw either so we have two great semi-finals and the Bridge and O'Loughlin's will give each other plenty of it as well so great draw from the Kenny County, County board and as I said it's all about keeping players injury free now but look it's so difficult to think of the next day after what we've witnessed
1: you 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 just couldn't just yet because you go we're going to have to you know digest this today this afternoon and into the week ahead because this had absolutely everything twenty one points to one goal in twenty from a Dixborough point of view well, look you know how, how do you look. in in a game like this it aimed and flowed it had everything it went one way it went the other but when they went down to 14 men belly Hill, you know could Dixborough have done anything different maybe too or did they do anything wrong in your eyes Ronnie?
2: I don't think they did anything wrong to be fair because as we said look Dixborough were immense they were the first and one of the most uh, best teams ever to put up a performance against the Shamrocks but just often the matches go 14 against 15 but it wasn't about the refereeing decisions that they went I was disappointed about the sending off I know there was a lot of incident went on but in the context of the game I thought it was disappointing it was a soft sending off yes there was a lot going off there was a lot of players very lucky David that they didn't survive but the referee did so well to keep 15 players or 30 players on the field for so long it was so difficult to ref and then it came down to that big decision in the end but look near the end TJ was immense from those frees but Owen Cody came so good in them last 10 minutes I questioned with 20 minutes to go about Owen Cody's contribution as in regards he needed to give more he came good and he got 2 if not 3 great points in the very end of the game but all through as I said there was brilliant players all over the field young Hackett in the middle of the field for the Borough as I said Killian Buckley but and all over the field uh, um, uh, Tom Kenny did so good and Niall Rowe did so good and Colin Fendi but Keneally all through he does a lot of unselfish work made a lot of scores if you go back and watch the video of the game or listen to the game he did a huge amount of scores as I said but look you said it you're witnessing possibly now the best hurler that I've ever seen and I've seen some great hurlers in my time and Ballyhale hurlers, but TJ again just lifted them out, of it. but it's only out of admiration for the likes of TJ and Adrian Mullen they can't keep, keep getting man of the matches and as I said, the Borough will be so disappointed, they were so good they were so well up for it, and they hurled manfully all over the field, and got some brilliant scores, but when it came to it, you know that last point, you know, at the last, last contribution out of the full-back and still Dean Mason had to make the save and Adrian Mullen was on the end of the line making that save, but look, fifth 30 players from ended. The, look there was 30 great players in that field and for me one of the best club games I've ever seen
1: yeah one of the best club games I think I'll ever witness as well and uh, well what an afternoon it has been uh, here uh, Ronnie thanks a million I really enjoyed it this afternoon alongside you thanks as well Teddy Eddie Scully for his contribution and most importantly the listeners hopefully you've enjoyed our coverage of today's quarterfinals at Nolan Park well it is what it is the semi-finals are to look forward to in two weeks time and they will be crackers for myself David Byrne and from Ronnie here beside me it's a very good evening from Nolan Park
0: KCLR Live Sport The St Canice's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Quarter Final Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Dixborough. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Well Drilling Services Pilltown jerrycomerforddrilling.ie